Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. G-Money's up front. I'm I'll, put put you, you I'll put you on. I'll put you on. I'll put you on the Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought you oh, up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? Right, right. Who is what's his name? Ghost. You know who he cool, man. <laughs> Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target, CVS, mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QUEENSFLIP to get 10% off. 10%? That's it? I thought, Ten- you, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I get it. Make sure you go there today. Log on. Maestro's with an S.com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. What's up, man? What's going on? How you feeling? A lot's going on here. Yeah. Lots going on. Flip the script. Flip the script is moving in directions, man. Let me first of all shout out the people that good people at InfoMind. Um, I was on the phone with them today. Respect, respect. Uh, we did an even trade. For really? Something. Yeah, we tried. They wanted to interview somebody I had on my show, and then they gave me somebody. Okay. Wanna, Sounds good. I think that you know he said something wild. You know, he was on three way on the phone. Biden was with me today, and he was just saying that you know we got to work together. And I really don't like working together with Really? Niggas. Yeah, I don't like working together. We had a conversation about working together yesterday. Yeah, I really don't like working together. <laughs> I really don't. You know, because we work hard, but, mm. you know, when people keep their word and a trade for trade, you know, our next guest, they know about hustling. Hmm. They know about hustling and and, 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 and and grinding and getting to the fucking bag. Facts, facts. That facts. They know about it. Mm. So when it goes for that, Value for value, trade for trade. This wow. is the world we in. Look at you. How, how, how you growing a day? This is. Nah, I, don't, I don't really. I didn't really want to do it. This is wow. But he kept his word. Shout out Infomind too, man. You know they 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 do a great job with their videos. You know, um, I wonder how long they take to, to put that together, man. They, they put like a whole production. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yo, pretty. It's pretty dope. Nigga told me on the phone like, yo. Flip, y'all put out y'all shit too fast, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's what's going? Yeah, we doing like three, four, five shows a week now. What's up, man? Yeah, you know, <laughs> we gotta just stay on top of the game because right now, flip the script podcast is considered, you know, whatever they consider it as. I don't like the two dollar horn, mm-hmm. but it's just a blessing, man. And that's it. We just out here. We want to salute all the podcasters. You know, you ain't gonna get me in the interview. I'm sorry. I know y'all keep hitting. Yo, G Money is down to do. Interview. It's up to him. I, I can't say. I can't speak for him because <laughs> you know he gets. I'm out, I'm outside, man. <laughs> How you I'm doing, outside. man? I'm good. You know, I, I want to shout out some of, some of the fans. You know, that, oh, that's because okay. you know I'm in, I'm in the comments a lot now more than before. You know what I'm saying? Who? Who? Me? You in the comments? Yeah. I, I, that's the, I don't see you in the comments. I'll be in the comments. Look, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Iraq one five two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he says salute G Money and quick quick. Thank you for thank you very much. You did it um, again. Another classic episode. Much respect. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Henry four six two five, FDS on fire. Keep it up. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to Greenpoint. Yo, flip G money. You doing it big. Um, a lot of love out here, man. Um, I got a DM too from um, Bezo World. They said you and Queens Flip should do a whole episode telling us, telling the people about y'all story from beginning to now. Mm-hmm. I'm know. not interested in that. I know. I figured that. Yeah. But I figured I figured I throw it out there anyway. Yeah, I read the same. I read the same thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not that verbatim. They were saying that we should do an episode. Somebody else said, I don't know if it's the same person said that we should do an episode. I think eventually it needs to happen so that they can hear the, the whole G Money and Queens Flip story from from. So what the fuck we gonna interview ourselves, nigga? So we have we, we'll bring a host in, I guess. Then you know, I don't know. <coughs> I'm good. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I'm excited for this next interview. It's going to be long. Yes, I feel because it's a lot of shit. You know, I got I got I got to get into 
a lot of things. Mm -hmm. A lot of things about the book, about the story. I've been listening for, I've been listening to the same fucking interview for three hours. I listened to it about three times, fell asleep, listened to it, listened to it in the shower. I took my damn notes. Mm -hmm. You took your notes. And we, you know, it's a lot of shit. A lot of shit. And I spoke to InfoMinds today. I'm like, yo, listen, man, I don't want to ask no questions that y'all niggas asked. You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of shit I want to get into details about. Facts. But until then, G-Money. Yo. Episode motherfucking 115. Nigga, Nigga we, we made, made it. it. We got a special guest. Special guest. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I see why. I ain't gonna lie. I see why. Nah, nah let, me, let me not flatter. Let me not flatter. <laughs> Harlem heroin. Miss T is in the building. Round of applause one more time, G-Money, please. Yeah, Hi, yeah. Guys. How you doing? I'm fine. What's going on? You look nice. Thank you. Mm. I see why, girl. Did you expect something different from her? Uh, well, a little well, bit. I don't know. I kind of did because the story is so the story is so far back. I, I, I didn't know what to expect, really. I didn't. You know, she just looked like a young lady. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not sure how, how old she is, but we can't ask a little woman her age. You know what I'm saying? But. Well, she was 20 and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do it. Is this something that you're drinking? I'm confused. It's probably good genes, good but genes. I'm a um, very well-preserved 50-year-old. Mmm. I'm forced for that. Wow. Yeah. 50? Yeah. Jeez. Like don't crack, man. That's what they say, right? Can I get a... <laughs> Here we go, please. Here we go. Wow. Wow. <laughs> It is. 50 <laughs> years old. Yes, sir. You sure? Yes, sir. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, all just aside, like, that's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Having, you know, strong genes is, 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 is mm -hmm. you know. Definitely. Wow. No I stress. Honestly, no stress. You no cause stress. a lot of stress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you cause a lot of problems. Don't think because think I'm giving you compliments, you, you, I ain't gonna get at you, Miss T. Okay, listen, I'm here for it. Mm. <laughs> I've been through worse, I guess. Ooh, yeah. All right, so you know, like, like like Flip said, we got we had a long night here tonight. We got a lot of the cover. You know what I'm saying? So let's uh, let's start with the Miss T story. Let, let's let's talk about who you were. You know, uh, growing up in Harlem. Are you are you born and raised in Harlem? Mm -hmm. or? Talk about you know when um, Miss T as a kid growing up. Um, grew up on Seventh Avenue. Mm -hmm. uh, my mother, father, sisters. You know, my father's from Jamaica. Mother from the South. Okay. So um, grew up around my aunt. Like I say, uh, my aunt she worked in the bars that was up and down Seventh Avenue. You know, I grew up around people like Kim Fields and Al Fan. Kim Fields, the, the 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 actress. Yeah, she, she lived from, in our um, building, so we moved down the living, block. Uh, living single. Yeah, yeah, yep. Gotcha, gotcha. So we all lived around each other. So you know, my childhood was pretty good. Strict household. Okay. Um, education was big in my household. You know, via my father. Well, seeing your parents, they're not playing around. Yeah, he didn't play, mm. but um, that ain't stopped me from wanting to do other things. Hmm. Mm hmm. So how was Harlem at, at that time for you, like? How was the Harlem streets? You know, what was going on in Harlem at that time? Take us, kind of take us back to, to that, to that, to that culture, to, to, that, to that vibe. It was fun to me. You know, growing up, like I said, I grew up in 133rd between 7th and 8th, but we had fun. That's all I remember is having fun, you know. Mm -hmm. um, 
able to go outside is is different from today. Right, you right. know, you didn't have to worry about your kids going outside. You know, you grew up around the number runners, and you know, it was more community. You know, everybody looked out for each other. So you know, I just remember it just being fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. <clears throat> You weren't a troubled kid. You, you, like, you just no. want to have fun? Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't a bad kid, you know. What about guess. your siblings? No, they was, They're kind know. of the same, same vibe? Yeah. My older sister, she grew up down south, so she didn't really come to New York <laughs> until she was, like, 16. Um. So, but my younger sister, she wasn't born until we moved down the block. You know, we moved right from 7th to 8th Avenue. Okay. So, um. Yeah. And I grew up around my cousin, so, you know, yeah. Um, <clears throat> have you ever been to Jamaica? Yes. Really? When you were younger? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you met your family out there? Yeah. You smiling for at me for so much. I don't even know smiling. I smile all the money, too, man. Don't smile <laughs> at me. <laughs> Give me signals. Bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always smile. No, okay, so your father's strict. I mean, you know, because Jamaican yeah. parents are strict. Education is yes. real big. Yes. Like G-Money yeah, said, we, we sure. know education is big. But with yeah. the Jamaican people from the Caribbean because of the hardship. You right, because he didn't have much of an education, so mm. it was stressed in did my he, house. Did he talk to you about Marcus Garvey and stuff like that? Oh, oh no, absolutely. <laughs> he had books. <laughs> no, for real. He had books on Marcus <laughs> no, Garvey. Shit. He studied, um, what's his name, Hell Selassie? Yeah, so yes. Like, yeah, so, wow. yeah, my father read Arabic. Like, he taught himself. Oh, wow. Arabic. That's crazy. He, um... He he was self taught. He educated himself. Yeah. So, so, so sorry, G. Um, mm-hmm. When did you realize in your heart, at a, at a kid, that you wanted to be like? What made when you went outside? What did you see to make you want to be part of the fast life? I would say watching my aunt who worked in the bars. She was beautiful. She dressed nice. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I got a little bit of that, the bar scene. And then um, I guess as I got, I think it was like around 14, 15, like I always loved to dress from her. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I couldn't fit her pants, but I would wear her blouses with my pants to junior high school. Right. So dressing was something that I always wanted, you know, I always loved doing. You know, I would wear just different stuff than the other kids, I guess I would say. Um, and around 14, 15, maybe 16, it's like, okay, the streets, you see people getting money, and you're around certain people. So it's like, okay, I want to get some of that. <laughs> but I didn't have to. My mother and father took care of me, but I just loved the money early. Mm. You know, and I always tell, you know, parents, because it doesn't matter. You know, some parents see their child go to the left and thinking that they did everything possible. Right. Like my parents did. But the outside influences, sometimes you just can't stop it. But I always say that whatever you instilled in your kid, they will always remember. They'll right, go back right. to it at some point, you know, if they make it. But, yeah. So did you see a, a, other females around your age getting fast money or dressing flashy that, that made you really want to? Or, or it was just you, like you just felt personally you want you wanted to get into our lifestyle. And- yeah, and you know me and my little crew, you know we were all we all grew up. Most of us with two parents, and wasn't nobody messed up. Right. None of us had to go do 
what we did or whatever, mess with guys or whatever, like, we grew up pretty okay. Right. You know, we don't have no rags to riches story, you know. That's different because most, right. most I guess up here when, when we ask some questions about the you know the household is usually one parent or no yeah. parents or right. the dad left the mom was on drugs or something like that so you you had both parents there both parents siblings are there everyone my was good educated at least five days a week so we had food everybody came to miss our house what well, miss I cooked today so mm. you know I made a choice to do what I did I didn't have to do any of that so you saw the fast life in Harlem and it, it was so much I guess influence in, in, in the community that, that it really it really it really sucked you in. Yeah, and being down on 23rd Street, anybody who know Harlem know 23rd Street and 7th Avenue, 123rd and 7th Avenue. Mm. It was just so many, from my memory, it just seemed crowded, crowded with people getting money. And I was like, okay, I like this. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like, I want to be in this, just being curious and fast and just mm. wanting to be a part of something. What was the name of your crew? You said, my little crew, did you have a name? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had a name, Gutter Girls. Gutter Girls. <laughs> How many of y'all were there? Oh, God. We used to run like 15 deep. Hmm. Yeah. Gutter Girls. Mm-hmm. So you were with the Gutter Girls in the strict household. What did your parents do? What was their occupation? Like, what did dad do? My father ran businesses in Jamaica. Oh, it's wow. so crazy because I found out a lot about what my father did after he died. Really? When I had to go back, my father died 2003. So when I went to Jamaica in 2010 for my grandfather's funeral, I was told, like, so many people came around and they knew me, my sister's name. It was kind of scary because it was like, who's these men? And I realized that my father meant a lot to a lot of people. So he was like, um, he had a chicken farm. He was like, I was told, one of the biggest um, distributors to the hotels and restaurants for chicken. Um... He had a record company. I knew that already. And then he used to send these big barrels down when he was on his way back to Jamaica of jewelry, clothes, food, all kind of stuff. Hmm. So, you know, he did his little hustling thing down there. Do you know the part of Jamaica he was from? Kingston. Oh. My grandmother was from Mandeville. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my family's from. Yeah. Mandeville. Oh, you know, you know. Okay. Uh So, got a girl. (laughs) And what did mom do? My mother worked in a nursing home. She was a uh, nurse's aide. Until you brought the business to her crib. We ain't getting that later. We ain't getting that later. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you're you um you young. You seen your aunt work at the bars. Mm-hmm. About your uncles. Your uncles, this uh, they was involved too as well. Oh, right? standing out. Yeah, they were hustling. I was started hustling. That's how I got on Hunt Twenty Third Street. From, from I, your uncles. Yeah. Mm. So um. He was selling dust, so I told him I wanted to sell some dust. I wanted to get some money. So um, wow. I had my little, like I said, uh, put some dust in my little bag, and I stood on 7th Avenue selling dust, dynamite. Now, now how older were your uncles from, from uh, to you? Six years. Six years? So they didn't, they didn't have a problem with years. you Mm-mm. getting in the game. They, they just no. welcomed you right in. I asked for it, so yes. Who, who, mm. who brothers were they, your mom's? Actually, they're on my mother's side. They're really my cousins, but since they're a little old, I said they're my uncles. So, Wild Al and Big Stan. Yeah. Okay, and tell us the conversation between these two. Who did you talk to first? Al. You talked to Al. What did you say to him? Because Al was, I would say he probably was more out there first than Stan. Hmm. 
and he was like uh, it was really no not much of a conversation i was like what you doing he's like i got the dust dynamite i said well let me get some hmm. gave me some little bundles and i put in my little louis vuitton bag and was on 23rd street hmm. what age was um, you said age that you I was were at the time? 16 16 so, yeah hmm. and how long did you do that before al got murdered it wasn't long at all to be honest with you, mm. yeah, he got killed. At, he was nineteen. It's been thirty-three years so since he's been years. gone. Yeah, wow. you, to bring us to that day that he got murdered. Where was he when he got murdered? He was on Edgecombe, from my understanding, in the spot, and he ran from the spot to somewhere I don't know. But he ended up making it to Harlem Hospital. I think the ambulance ended up coming to. Get, uh, get him because from my understanding or they said while they were rolling him in the hospital he was talking crazy mm. he was like yo get these fucking bullets out my back you know just being wild Al just being him but it was shocking to us that he died because of how he was talking and he was still you know being him but I think a bullet went through his chin and ricocheted in his body and hit like some vital organs yeah how much time was he shot I don't know. He could have been shot about three or four times. Yeah, but I believe the one that went in his chin. They said it ricocheted <laughs> through his body. So he he was in a he was in a spot, mm -hmm. and somebody obviously you felt all oh, the a lot of people feel that it was a hit. Yeah, it was a hit. Yeah, because the person went in there because and went directly at him. Yeah, it was a hit for sure. Mm hmm. So, <clears throat> Al, um, while Al gets his, you know, your cousin, your uncle, he gets hit, and then where does that put you? understand i stuck with him you know i stuck real close to him and me and him got real close and um yeah just started being around him hustling that's when all right crack came in mm -hmm. 86 so and it came in like whew, you know everybody was i don't think really people really knew crack came in really before al died right i don't think everybody really knew the effects that crack was going to have because you like i said in my book you know you have bosses that started smoking they probably thought it was a quick high mm. but didn't realize what it was but we was um crack uh cutting up and you couldn't even cut and make bottles fast enough because of how people was buying it they wanted that high over and over again mm. so yeah it was um yeah so i did that cutting up crack for him collecting money mm. you know then he found somebody else to cut the crack up so i would just ride around with him all day uh, i would take money to the spot pick money up so yeah now you know while i was is gone now mm -hmm. that that doesn't put any kind of fear in your heart that you know you no. or, or your other cousin or uncle could, could be in danger or no we kind of we we knew who did it because actually the person who did it came to the church to the funeral oh, wow. sat right next to me and i was like you know my aunt know you here and he crying and i'm looking like we know you did it wow. so i asked my aunt i'm like you know he here like why he here and she was like don't worry about it god will take care of it hmm. so i was like oh okay but but how do y'all know he did it? That's what I'm saying. Because Be how do y'all know Jacob did it? <laughs> I don't remember how we found out, but we heard that he had something to do with it. What was the reason? What was it's, it's, so? That's what's wrong with black people. You know, we we hear things and we yeah. go with. I what heard. The, yeah, I heard. Lord of luck. What was the premise of why would he do? Was it jealousy that he did? Like, what was the premise? I wouldn't say. 
it's it was said that Al did something very disrespectful to him. Oh. Very disrespectful. I found out last year, I can't really say what it was, but I found out last year what it was. And it was humiliating. And if that happened, then I understand. Got it. That's that's tough. Yeah. I understand. That's tough. Uh, it's still a tough uh, pill to swallow. You yeah, know what I mean? that's... but I understand. Because disrespect is just something that mm. I can't talk. Like, you know, that's that's on a whole nother level. You wow. know? Yeah. So so you're working, you're working with... um. With Stan, and then when does the dating thing start coming in? I was dating, well, my first, the first dude I dealt with that was hustling in the street, his name was Norm. I was probably maybe 17. Norm was hustling in D.C. He was hustling in Richmond, Virginia. Like I said, I probably was one of the first girls that had like an MCM bag and that was like 86 mm. or something like that. That was 30 something years ago. Oh, wow. He bought me an MCM. Oh, wow. <laughs> he bought me an MCM briefcase. Nice. So, um, yeah, so he was, it was Norm. So, um, and why you was dating Norm, when did, and real quick, when, how long, because I jumped a little bit, how long was it before Jacob got murdered. Jacob got murdered in 90, I believe. Al died in 86. Okay, so it was about mm -hmm. four years. Okay, yeah. so I, I can see. It. So you're, you're, you're dating, you're dating um, Norm, and then yeah. he bought your MCM bag. So what happened with you and Norm? Um, he was a little older, and Norm was doing him, and I was young. How old was he? Um, Back then, it seemed like he was so much older, but I think he probably was only like two years older than me maybe three mm -hmm. two or three years older than me mm -hmm. but i was <laughs> but i was like <laughs> lying that thing was old no. <laughs> 21 <laughs> and he seemed so much older you know back then but right. he was doing him he was hustling mm -hmm. so you know he was the first one to break my heart and probably the last one because when that happened i was like oh i don't like how this feel mm. so i kind of was like okay how you broke your heart? Messing around with other girls. You caught him? And I was young, yeah. Yeah. With your friend? <laughs> no, it wasn't my friend, but I, I heard that one of my friends was talking to him. You know how that go. Mm -hmm. Everybody want to come behind you. You know, it happens. But Still it's like. Still throwing shots, huh? <laughs> but they not me. GG. Oh. <laughs> Are you hiding behind GG? GG. Oh, man. So. You you you're bottling up. You're working. Mm -hmm. Dealing with you was dealing with Norm, and then after Norm, he messed up. Who was next, Dog? I would say Dog, but you know, Stan. His thing was, you don't need a nigga. I'm giving you money. He bought a red, a cherry red blazer for mm -hmm. me to drive, just so I don't have to drive around with dudes or hmm. ask dudes to drive their car. He was cock blocking like crazy, hmm. but I still did me. <laughs> So Dog was somebody who he went to school with, and I met Dog. We had a, a annual memorial for Al in '87. So Dog came around in like a drop top red BM. So I looked at him. He looked at me. My uncle looked at us, and my uncle was like, "Don't talk to her. Don't let me catch you talking to her." Hmm. But of course. <laughs> so 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 what was it about these guys, man? Like is you know where. 
you attracted to 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 the guys in the fast life or you know <laughs> I guess so back then it was just something I guess so yeah oh, man. so you're dating dog and then mm. how does that go let's, let's go through the dog phase okay so me and dog started talking Stan didn't know Ooh. uh yeah so Damn, man. Kev Kev Frost was dog's partner Kev Frost is Kirk Frost's younger brother. So they were partners getting a lot of money. Like, I've never seen, like, and Kev at the time was, like, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So one night, you know, they was just wondering where was Dog disappearing at night. And one day they just decided to drive through the block, and they saw his BM in the block and realized he was staying with me at night. Hold on. Whoops. Let me go. <laughs> so... How was he getting the crib? What I you mean, mean? How was he getting in? Uh, he, he in the house, but yeah. your parents allowed that. My mother worked overnight a mm. lot, and my father spent a lot of time in Jamaica. Hiya, hiya. <laughs> 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 what the? I don't know. Gee, why you said that? Your father spent a lot of time in Jamaica. Yeah. Really? That's why I kind of was probably able to do so much. Yeah. Mm. So, 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 so they they caught did they did they G check him? Stan tried to, but you know, what can he do if I'm the one that's like, listen, you so know, they had an argument. I wouldn't say they had an argument, but he was mad. Did he come he upstairs? Did he do anything at that time? I don't think I think he saw a dog once he was on his block and they had a conversation, but you know, that was kind of short because dog he was the first guy I dealt with that had a f caught a fed bid, so he ended up going away in '88 for five years. Oh, yeah. And you know me being young, it's like five years is like a lifetime. When you like eighteen, you know, like five years, you know, yeah. So, dog is done now. So who who's who's next? Unique. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all funny. Unique seem cool. I, I I like Unique. Yeah, man. You, listen, he is like the life of the party. He's yeah. a real cool guy. He ain't with the BS. You know, he ain't. He's not a trouble starter. He likes to get money and have fun. Like, being around him was, like I said, was a party 24 hours a day. He just liked to have fun. Hmm. How did yeah. you meet Unique? In the elevator in my mother building. Because he was dealing with somebody building. else in that building, right? Right. So you was aware that Unique had a joint, but you just, you know. No, I didn't know who he was. And we was just happened to be in the elevator. And he was like, his mouth is crazy. He has, like, no filter. He was like, you're a pretty black bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> What? He's like, nah, I don't mean no disrespect. Like, you really? Like that, I, nah, I was like, he's like, nah, I think you pretty. I was like, oh, like, whatever. So then I kept seeing him, and I realized he was going to see a chick. So he was trying to, you know, holler, but I was like, nah, I'm not messing with you. So one day I see him, he said, listen, I don't live here no more. I got an apartment around the corner. <laughs> so we started talking. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I heard that he started the A-O-I. Right. He sure did. How do y'all know he started that, though? No, nah, he started that. How y'all know? How you know? We need evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody started It's on record. Right? He started that. It's on record he started it? It's on record. He started that. I heard it's on record, but I Oh, don't yeah. Know. Yeah, he started That's that. Dougie know. He got paid for that. Sony paid him for that, if I'm mistaken. For that scene? Mm. For that. And I think wow. somebody used it on the show Empire. 
Mm-hmm. They had to pay him for that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We gotta it's get this record. he cool man situated real fast, real fast. Yeah. Somebody, somebody <laughs> it up. So 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 you're dealing you're, you're dealing with unique. Mm-hmm. He has the AOI. He also owns the what? The Mecca Audio. He owned a store called Mecca Audio on 151st and 8th Avenue. Mm-hmm. It was a store and a record, like a studio in the back. And he lived upstairs. He had an apartment upstairs. Mm. Yeah. So, what went wrong with Unique? Um, Unique loved women, and women loved him because he had money. He had the cars. You know, again, I was young, and he was just doing him, and I understood. So, you know, it was really no hard feelings. You know, we stayed cool, but I just had to, you know, move on. <laughs> you know, it's strange that everybody, because there's somebody that you, you know, that you, that you, that you cheated on. Um, and my man, you know, you cheated on with, you know, baby father, but you don't get into that. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. you cheated on my man Lou. You know, no. But you ain't smashing, but he was getting you money. Right. Same shit, cheat. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get into that yet. So he had girls, and then you just like I'm not. With he just how, yeah. How you old know. were you? Okay, eighty seven. I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. And then you and Unique is over, and then yeah. But we still cool. You know, we was like like hey, yeah. That's what it is. I'm still cool with everybody. They of course still you cool. are. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? And then you meet who? Lou in 89. Yeah, Lou Sims. Yeah. The lynch mob. Right. Mm. Now, that lynch mob business, I didn't see that until it was in the newspaper. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, I met Lou again because I knew Lou since I was six or seven. He used to run around with my cousin Ronnie Ball. Mm. So I guess he did some time, and we ended up bumping into each other. And we started talking, and then we just started dealing with each other. <laughs> Why are you rubbing your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> so you started talking. And with all due respect, how long do you talk to these guys before you guys get intimate? Or see, you... my thing is this. Ooh. I ain't never been one. I mean, I don't see the see the difference between no. what guys do and what I <laughs> was doing because. Listen, if I, I've never been one to be crying over nobody, hmm. you know, I don't do that. I I didn't. So it was fast. You moved fast. I mean, if they mess up, I'm gone. No, I'm talking about what's the point before you get intimate. Oh, probably. Yeah, I probably, did. Yeah. yeah, I move fast. I move fast. It is. You know, I snatch him up. That's what I did. So, so, so you meet Lou with your mm-hmm. cousin. Yeah. Your cousin was official. Or he was a... um him. Lou and some other guys, I don't know what they used to be doing back in the days, you know. Like I said, I was young when Lou was around me, you know, so. Yeah. Um, now, that bring us with, with Lou. Uh, how was that relationship with Lou? How did you really feel about Lou? It was real cool. I loved Lou. Yeah, I did. We had a good relationship, but he was, he, although he spent a lot of time with me, he did have someone else somewhere else. You know, again, I was young and I wasn't really thinking about, a, you know, his girlfriend or whomever. So it was like, I, I really didn't really care because he really did spend a lot of time with me. Mm, yeah. You didn't care if he had a girlfriend? At that age, I wasn't thinking about that. No. You what know. would you call that these days? 
I mean, these days I wouldn't really deal with nobody who has some. No, I wouldn't. I'm just saying. What? 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 <laughs> what? Call what? What I was doing? Yeah. Oh, a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what they would call. Yeah. But why guys can't be called thoughts? You're right. Mm. Why guys can't be called talk. thoughts? Double standard, I guess. You know right. What I mean? It's like shit, why just because I did what I did. I mean, I don't listen. So, not, but you with you you with you with Lou's sins. He had somebody else, but you mm. rocking with Lou. Y'all going, mm. you know, as long as he saw you, yeah. you was content. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And during this time, um, during this time, it's just a time around, like, what year is this with Lucy? 89. 89. So that's mm-hmm. a time as far as, like, Rich Porter. Mm-hmm. Al, like, did, you, did you know Rich Porter? Did you know Alpo? Did you know? I, I was around Alpo, never really met him formally. I knew Rich because Rich and Norm was cool. Mm-hmm. So I had met Rich already. What about AZ? I knew AZ. Because I knew AZ, I knew Prince, because one of my girlfriends used to deal with Prince. I knew Stan. My cousin mm-hmm. dealt with Stan. So what about yeah. AZ? How you knew him? I'm just from up the block, 7th Avenue. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you walk around, you get to know everybody. Okay. Yeah. And um, so you're with, you're with Lou, and then y'all, are y'all living together? Like, did you, you know? No. I would spend time with him at his grandmother's house, who lived uptown, and he would spend time with me <laughs> at my house. Oh yeah, at your house again. Cause <laughs> Mama Love worked late, and Daddy right. was in Jamaica. Right. Okay. <laughs> then bring us to the day where, like, with Lou, um, you got the call because um, first of all, before we get into that, you were also cool with Charlie Clips' father, and Charlie Clips' father' He's name the, is Leon. He was the boss of the lynch mob. He was the boss. <clears throat> what was your relationship with Leon? I love Leon. Leon's like a brother to me. He's my daughter's godfather. Mm. Yeah. I still got love for him. Regardless of. of Regardless of. Understood. Yep. Respect. That's right. That's right. And but what was your relationship? He looked out for you? Like, what was yeah. your relationship with Leon? Well, I didn't really need him to really look out for me, to be honest with you. He was just there. You know, if I had any issues, any problems with anybody, he was there. You know, I even had a girlfriend that had some issues and took her to him and you know his thing he was gonna look out for her you know so he was like that mm-hmm. but yeah we were cool yeah and how heavy was the lynch mom in the streets at the time oh heavy heavy but a lot of things that was done was very unnecessary which is probably what was their downfall you know mm-hmm. some of them were young and doing a lot of unnecessary things because of the name or because of not the lynch mom name but because of Lou, Lou's name. I'll say Lou's name because Lou was a very, he was feared. And people probably had every right to be feared. See, he's somebody who I can say he didn't need nobody behind him. He was just a one-man, you know, army or whatever. Like, he didn't fear anything or anyone. He's strong on his own. He's a, like, I would call him a real gangster. You know what I mean? You got people that do stuff just because people behind him. Lou, Lou, he's a different. He, he's different. <laughs> I'll say that. Are you saying this because you messed with him? No, not at all. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. So Lou was official. Oh, he's official. Okay. He, he ain't got nothing to do with me messing with him because I'm not going. You know, like uh, <laughs> you know, like I said with uh, unique. Unique is not that type of person. He don't That's want right. that. Gotcha. You know, he want to get money and just have a good time. 
Lou different. Like he's official. He'll put he'll put the pain in if it if it comes to it. Oh, absolutely. And he's not just a shooter. He go with his hands. Really? Oh, absolutely. You seen him put somebody on their ass before? Yeah. He he don't play. What happened? You seen, you seen him beat somebody up or you just Oh no, he beat somebody up uptown and um I'm not the only one who could um who would say that. Like in Otisville, he was locked up with my god brother and put the beats on like ten Puerto Ricans. Oh yeah, he don't play. He do not play. <laughs> That's, that's just him. So they, and you think that they took them down because the lynch mob was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, like they was because you know. Explain how this works, though. So, in my mind, how I'm seeing it, you know, from Queens with the outside looking in, like <clears throat> you hear about the lynch mob, mm-hmm. their crew. Then you got Az, you know, Rich Porter. Right. Then you got Fritz, who was supplying a lot of people. Right. And then. um but I don't think he was supplying AZ. AZ had his own connect. Right. Um, but how does that work? So it's like, how does so much people, you know what I mean, uh, in your opinion, get money like that, like so much big players? Because they would consider Fritz a kingpin, correct? Right. What is a kingpin to you, your definition of one? I would say he would be the one, whether directly or indirectly, everybody who probably had work, whether directly or indirectly, it probably came from him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, say for instance, Rich was getting keys, but was supplying everybody, it still probably came from Fritz. Mm. You know? Mm. He was the one, he was the plug. Like, he had, if you needed a thousand keys or whatever, he can get it. I heard. Yeah. I heard. He, I heard. He, he definitely was... And he was somebody who shared. Hmm. He wasn't nobody. He wasn't arrogant. He wasn't flashy. Like, if you saw him, you'd be like, ain't no way in hell this man got, you know, that that's him. But that's how you're supposed to be. You, you sh- That's how you're supposed to move and how you're supposed to look. Right. You know, all the jury and you, you're just inviting people into try to, you know, do something to you, all that negativity. I agree. Yeah. So, um, yeah. He um so everybody's getting money. Mm-hmm. You're with Lou, even though Lou's doing his thing, but you don't give a fuck because he's paying you the attention. You you getting his time. Then you get a phone call. They think that Lou killed Rich, Rich Porter. See, when I got that phone call after the fact, I realized that it was probably a prank. Or something like that. And whoever had my mother's phone number, whatever, just did that. But, yeah, one night I was at home, and I got a call, and this was right after Rich Porter was found. You know, they said, yeah, bitch, we know Lou killed Rich. They're going to find you in the river. So I'm like, what the fuck? I could, yeah, I could curse, right? Yeah. So I'm like, you know, what the fuck? So when he came in, I told him. And I'm like, yo, you need to go up to 7th Avenue and see what's going on. Because somebody just called the house and said that they're going to kill me because they think that you killed Rich. So, you know, I told him put the vest on. He got his gun and went uptown. I mean, I mean, up the block. But he came, like I said, he came back quick. So he was like, listen, we good. So once he say, I'm, you know, we good, you know, we good. But I, after the fact, I was like, that was probably somebody just playing, you know, 
things were going on and I felt like, you know, his name was ringing bells in the street. So everything that was happening, his name came up. So I think the person that called me was just on some BS. How was Harlem affected by Rich Porter's death? Because they said a lot of people, a lot of, every t- you know, we had somebody up here, Bootsy, and, Bootsy yeah. you know, talked about the paid in full, the real paid in full. And like you said, a lot of people liked Rich. And uh, even even Lou, Gangsta Lou, said that uh, when Rich when he, when he was up here, he said when Rich Porter died, like it caused like a dark cloud over Harlem. Do you think so? How was Harlem affected by Rich Porter's death? I think his brother, the little brother, getting killed along with at the same time. Mm. I think that is what you know. I think that had a bigger effect. If it was just him. Some people probably would have been hurt, but the fact that how everything happened, it was that de- I think that put a dark cloud over Harlem because mm-hmm. that baby was, you know, that the baby, yeah, yeah, you know, that was uh that, yeah, that was something else. But you know, a lot of people liked Rich. You had a lot of young guys that wanted to be Rich because you know Rich was flashy. Mm-hmm. He drove the cars. He had a little swag, and we didn't even use the word swag. So he had something about him that people, you know, they wanted to be like him. So I'll say that, yeah. You know, did everybody know? And I'm gonna ask you this: I don't know. Did you know Alpo did it at mm, the time? No, I don't think nobody really knew where that came from. To be honest with you, some people probably thought the same people that had snatched the little brother probably did it. Mm-hmm. So that would be the first thought, you know. All right. So what's what's you you with you with you with Lou? When do things start getting a little rocky because, you know. Well, his, one of his, I think the girl he was with at the time, she tried to run me over. I was standing in the street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me and my man. girlfriends were standing in, we was, it was summer, we were standing in the street. And I saw his car, so I started smiling, thinking it was him. But then a car mm. bust a mean you and hit me, almost hit me, my girlfriend, and a dude that was on a bike talking to her. So I was like, that's her. I said, okay, so I went upstairs, got my little gun, called like Touch of Class limousine, and me and all my girls jumped in it. I knew where she was probably gonna be at because her sister was from, lived in some building in Harlem. So we in a limousine, and I was probably just gonna shoot the windows or the tires out or something like that, probably wasn't gonna shoot her. So, but then <laughs> I seen a car behind the limousine. Like you remember, Touch of Class? You don't know. Touch of Class was a a cab, a base that had like all the OJs that you you know had the cars on hold. Mm-hmm. So we in a limousine, but then I see one of Lou's friends driving behind us. So I look. I had the guy. I was like, "Listen, take me to the precinct." Cause I didn't know what he was going to do. Mm. So I had let my girlfriends out. The cab dropped me off in front of the precinct. But you had a gun on you though. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I didn't, I mean, oh, okay. I just, I just didn't, I wanted him, the, whoever, the guy that Lou had following me, right. I wanted him to go ahead about his business. He didn't know I had a gun on me. Mm. But then I see Lou come walking up the block and we just left. <laughs> Yes. I told him his baby mother almost ran me over, tried to run me over though. So I, I'm How sure. How close was she to hitting you? Oh, very close. She hit the guy bike. Oh shit. Yeah, I was almost like literally probably would have been on the hood of the car. Cause when I say she bust a mean you, I mean we made noise and all that. Yeah, she was tight. 
So you was a fancy game, so you, you called a limousine to go back and get her. Uh, you, you try to yeah, because I had all my girls with me, so we all got in there. Oh my god! Oh, wow, wow. And what, 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 when do y'all like? So what? You and Lou? Oh, because I had got a phone call from a girl uptown saying, "Oh, Lou got a girl, another girl uptown." I was like, oh, "Okay." So I flipped on him about that. But why so, are you flipping when you know he had a girl? What type no, of this is another girl. Right, true. But still. One girl's all right, but two is too much. <laughs> <laughs> get a G. One, one is cool. Right, two, two right, is right. Too many. Three is company. Right. Oh, <laughs> thank you for being a friend. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm like, you know, I approached him about that. And he got mad. Then he went uptown, slapped her. Oh shit! Beat his brother, beat her brother up, and was about to fight the mama. So yeah, he don't, yeah yeah he goes in. He goes in like uh, that. Oh yeah. And so then, and the me and during this time, I met Ace. But before you met Ace, you met Fritz. Right, cause um my one of my good friends, she was like a niece to him. Mm-hmm. So she just used to be, you know, come on, T, let's go downtown, see my uncle, we get some money. You know, just to do whatever we was doing in the street. So I met Fritz. We went down there a couple of times. So one day Fritz was like, T, somebody like you. But I kind of already knew because I seen Ace in the house. And, he, you know, you look, you catch somebody's eye. Mm-hmm. You know, you keep it moving. But I'm looking at him like, nah, I don't really, you know. So when he said that, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I already know who it was. So one day when I left Fritz's house apartment, Ace was sitting downstairs on his motorcycle and we just started talking. You know, he seemed cool and all that. And uh, we just started talking from there. We would talk on the phone. He'll page me, I'll page him. He'll come to the block. You know, he started sending me roses and stuff. And, you know, I ain't never had roses. That was kind of like, mm. okay, that's Ooh. nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> fancy. How nice was it? Uh, did you never have roses? And, yeah. And what was Mama Love at this time? Oh, she was home. She was like, oh, who sent those? <laughs> she was like, you got something on the table. Mm-hmm. So she kind of thought it was cool. But, um, and I was in college at the time. So he was giving me money for school, tuition. Mm. I told him I had financial aid, but you know, I had, you know, that's game. So he was giving me money to pay for school. So yeah, he was a cool guy. Yo, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to figure but out. But Lou started acting up, so it's like, okay. He felt something one day because I was shopping and mm-hmm. I was buying Canal Street name chains with diamonds and stuff. So um, he approached me about the money. So I ended up telling him that I was getting money from this guy. It wasn't no sex mm-hmm. because he was like, Ace was like real busy. So that worked for me. Mm-hmm. But I still took the money. Of course, right? Right. Why not? So your, your your swag must have been on a, a trillion for you to just to be getting people throwing money at you, bags, and all this paint, trying to pay for this, and you know, like what? Anyway, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Fritz. You know, uh-huh. just describe Fritz to us. What, what kind of person uh, was he? He was the sweetest guy, but like I said, he just looked like a regular dude, you know, with a t-shirt and jeans on all mm. the time. Just real cool, sitting on a hundred twelve street. You know, just looking out for everybody. Yeah, you know. Do anybody know his background? Like, was he from the Caribbean? Was his parents black? They from like, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, from actually, South. yeah, a cousin of his just hit me the other day. I spoke to his son, Little Richard, maybe three weeks ago, and a couple of his cousins down there. 
Mm. Yeah. So and so Fritz was a guy that was just getting money but looking out for everybody. Everybody. Describe his mannerisms. He wasn't mean. He wasn't aggressive. No. He wasn't rough. He, no. Just cool. I mean, whatever you could, whatever you think cool is, that's what he was. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if you wanted to hustle, whether he knew you like that or not, he'll give you a chance because he had it to do that. Like, it wouldn't have been a loss if you ran off, messed up. It Do you think Fritz got anybody hurt? I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> I know people tried to hurt him. He was almost kidnapped one time. You know, somebody tried to kidnap him. You know, I had an issue one time. Actually, they um tried to act like they were police and tried to kidnap him, but he ended up getting away from that. Mm. And I remember a time, but I know I'm jumping the gun because you're going to ask me about that. One time I got robbed in a police, after I got robbed, the police had came to my door banging and I was scared to open up the door because I remember Fritz issue with the police. I don't know. I, just, I was just thinking in my head that these police are fake. And um, my little sister was about to jump out the window because she was real scary like that, but she a fight. Mm. So me being scared, panicking that these are fake police at the door, she like, we on the sixth floor, she like literally on the ledge and there's a plaza downstairs. She was just going to take her chances. I called my neighbor and I said, Mac, is some people knocking at the door. I don't know if they real or fake police. So she walked down the hall. She said, Tanya, open up the door. They real. So when a guy, when I opened up the door, he showed his badge. He said, why wouldn't you open up the door? I said, because I didn't know if y'all was real. He was like, why would you think that? So I was stuck. I didn't really say anything. So, um, and then they had the wrong goddamn door. They was looking for somebody else upstairs. So my sister would have jumped out the goddamn window <laughs> for nothing. They had a picture of somebody, some, somebody else they was looking for. But yeah, but yeah, Fritz, um, I don't know if you ever heard anybody, but I'm sure, you know, it was definitely people trying to get at him because of who he was and what he had. Hmm. Yeah. And do you think that by him, him being incognito and not being flashy, do you think that kept him outside, you know? Because I never heard, has he ever been incarcerated? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I would have to ask my daughter's father, but I don't think so. But, yeah. you know, him, he was definitely, he definitely had people around him that would have protected him. You know, like Hen Dog, Chuck. It was a couple of people there, so, you know, around him. So Fritz tell you Ace like you. Mm-hmm. Ace likes you. Um, Ace gives you money, but Lou acting up. You was taking Ace money and taking Lou shopping. What? Yeah, he found out later. Well, I was taking him shopping. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. I had to tell him where I was getting the money from. Because he thought, you know, my mother. <laughs> Stop doing that. But <laughs> yeah. Shit, take me shopping. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, he was my boyfriend, Thank you know. You. So I took him down to Paragon, got him a Marmot and some stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. I ain't gonna do it. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, um, you told, did you tell Lou it was Ace or you didn't tell him at first? No, no. Oh, no, no. I ain't tell him at first, but when he was like, Miss, I ain't giving you money like that. Where the F are you getting that money from? So then I told him, I said, this guy liked me from downtown. His name is Ace. So then I was like, I'm gonna stop taking it, <laughs> you know? Hmm. 
Yeah. But you were still getting your own money at the time too, right? Like you you were still or, or did you slow down? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I was really hustling because you know Stan would just throw me money just because you know. So you, yeah. you just you just stopped. You yeah. Left it alone and, and I was in school. Yeah, in college. Keep it hundred. Did, did, did Luke throw dirt on? Did hate on Ace at the time? Like I mean, fuck that. Um, I'm not really sure. But when I say, you know, he down with Fritz, you know, once you say that, it's like, okay, that's money down there. You know, you can't really. Because, like, when I ended up leaving Lou, like, my thing was when I broke up with him. Why are you looking like that? I'm trying to figure out how you broke up with somebody that has a girl already. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I love you, but I'm trying to figure out how you book with a nigga that got a girl. Well, when I stopped dealing with him, okay. my mindset was like, okay, wow. so he could just kind of like leave me alone and don't bother me. You know, I had to strategize. So it's like, who I'm going to run to? Why not Ace? Because they have power. Because anybody else, Lou would have got at. Hmm. So that's what my mindset was. So, yeah. So you went with so Ace? He, yeah, he, yeah. And then Ace, you said, was a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Roses. Mm-hmm. Looking out, mm-hmm. what was that relationship like? It was, um, it was cool. Um, he took me to two apartments, asked me which one I wanted to stay in. It was one um eleven ninety nine, <laughs> but I didn't like it because it was the twenty fifth floor had a terrace. It was kind of too high for me, so we had an apartment on one hundred fifty first and Convent. So we stayed there most of the time. He gave me two cars to drive, a Legend, and a. 325 BMW. Man. We had a customized van, and he had his 1100 Suzuki. And she just showed me where the money was at in the house if I needed to use it. 30000 and, and we had a um a driver that worked oh 24 hours. A, he was on call 24 hours a day. He only worked for Ace or us. That shit gotta be golden, bro. And what type of guy was Ace though? Yeah, you never described Ace, the type of guy. Ace was, he was cool. Ace was from Barbados. He <laughs> at first it's like he didn't look like he had money either. He wore Dockers and like a tank top. He had a shag. Like he was just like different. But he was cool though, you know. So you yeah. attracted to him physically or, or, or were you attracted to the to the bag? Well, it was, I, I would have to say it was the bag at first. And like I said, when I left Lou, <laughs> I had to go somewhere. But, you know, talking to him on the phone, I had to, I was learning to, you know, mm. feel, you know. Of course you don't, you know. But then I did stop it over there. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I liked him, though. Because, you know, the conversations was different than, you know. It was just, he was just different. Mm. He was different. Mm. And he treated me well. Did any man slap you? Oh, yeah, Lou did. I, I wrote about it in a book when um I was coming from shopping one day, and he ran. I sensed it. I tried to run in the building, and he ran behind me, punched me in the face, snatched my chain. And that's when it was like, okay, I'm going to eat that. It's over. And I went right downtown and bought a brand-new chain with diamonds that said T on it, I guess. So why did he run down on you? Because he felt like, the tension, like, okay, she's more doing her and... You're trying to play him. Yeah, or, you know, she's not really in this no more. And I wasn't. So when he punched you, did you fall or you ate that? Yeah, I had to eat that. And I was cool with that. Did you fall? <laughs> no, I didn't fall. <laughs> did you run in the building or you just took the punch? Yeah, no, 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 I ran in the building, tried to get... It's like two lobbies, so 
one part of the lobby you got the um ring the intercom or have security open it security watch them punch me in the goddamn face they ain't do nothing (laughs) 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 but i ate it i was cool with that so so all right so now you're with ace and you said ace is you know he's cool different Mm -hmm. but he's getting the bag he's that nigga Uh um where does it go crazy then well we was together for maybe five living together for about four or five months and um because i broke up with lou in 90 the summer 90 so i started dealing with ace living with him but then february of 91 is when ace got arrested for the murder in 87 right but he didn't do it right Mm-hmm. And I was what twenty one, so I'm like okay, twenty one. He gets arrested. I paid a lawyer. Then Fritz gave me forty thousand to get another lawyer, which was Mel Sachs, so he could have two. But they didn't work good together, you know. It was like they both was mad that the other was there. It was just crazy. So Sachs got forty thousand, Levine got twenty five, and um, it was just crazy. I ended up having to take over Ace Operation. You know, who owed money? Who you know? I was selling keys of coke, and now yeah. And so you back in the game now. Yeah, back in the game. So. Now you're in the game, you wreck in the game, Ace get locked up, you take over the operation, and you just basically know what he showed you. You've been watching, you've been learning, so you know he basically schooled you on what to do. Yeah, it wasn't really hard for me to learn because I kind of already, you From know, Harlem, yeah, I just needed Harlem. to know who owed the money so I could go pick it up. Okay, now you do that, and then how long is it from after Ace gets locked up to when you get robbed? In May. February, uh, February was when he got locked up. May is when I got robbed. So three months. And then you said Fritz Fritz asked you or told you about getting a safe. Yeah. How big well, was the safe? Um, it sits about this high, mm. but it's heavy. You know, you literally got to get on your knees just to push it. Like, it's real, mm. real. It's, yeah. So Fritz was like, listen, get a safe because whatever money I get, I'm going to give you some money for him. You know what I'm mm. saying? You know, he was a good dude. You know, Ace already had his own thing going on out there out in the streets, you know, but he was like, listen, I'm still going to give you some money for him right. besides whatever he got out there. And um, I was, you know, really just out riding around, pulling up how much you got today, you know, because I had a book of who owed how much money. Mm-hmm. You know, you had somebody owed 50 here, 60 there, 30 there. It's a lot of people that owed him some money, you know, owed the money. You so, by yourself, doing, you riding around by yourself? or mm-hmm. you had you? No, by myself. Oh, wow. And bring us to the robbery. So one day my sister, she was outside. She was, what, maybe 15 at the time. You were pregnant. Yeah, I was pregnant. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I think about six months pregnant then. Yeah. I told my sister to come upstairs because this time I was living, I had ended up consolidating. I had let let two apartments go and got an apartment on Fort Washington, a nice big apartment. And it was easier for me to do business from my mother's house. Plus, I was pregnant and kind of sick. I had, like, morning sickness all day. 
So I told my sister, come upstairs at a certain time. And I got a knock at the door, and the girl said, Tanya. I'm thinking it's my sister. I just opened up the door. I ain't looked through the peephole or nothing. Mm. But before that, my brother-in-law was there getting some money for their father. Five minutes after he leave, I get the knock on the door. Right. Two dudes and a girl bum rush me in the house. I fall to the floor. And I'm just looking like they got guns to my head. They was like, take us to the safe. Right then I knew, right then and there, I knew I was set up. Because nobody really knew I had a safe except for maybe four people. Mm. Uh, some guys that was working for Ace, my brother-in-law. That was it, really. And Fritz, you know, because he told me to get it. So I'm swiping the guns from my head because I don't want them to go off and all that. And they was like, just take us to the safe. So I took them to the back where I had the safe at. And I'm just thinking. I wasn't really nervous. I was more like, these motherfuckers is playing. Like, I'm like they robbing me. Like, I was just trying to think of things in my head. So they said, open the safe. And I'm acting like I'm open. I'm acting like I'm nervous. Like, I can't remember. But I remembered it, yeah. the combination. But I'm trying to think at the same time, you know. So one guy was like, I'm a killer. I said, then you're not getting nothing. I'm not opening it. So the girl was like, don't worry, you're going to be okay. Like, she know me. So I'm like, I said, listen, I'll open up the safe. Just don't hurt me and my baby. So the guy said, okay. I opened up the safe. He said, okay, get on the bed, put the pillow on your head. I said, I'm not doing that. That's something I'm not going to do. You know, because some people just want to see how shit feel. You're not going, you're not testing nothing. You know, you ain't going to play kill on me just to see how something feels. So to make them feel comfortable, I asked the guy, I said, listen, y'all could take this and go ahead. I'm not going to do anything. You could tie me up. I think I even offered for him to tie me up. So he took the telephone wire, tied me up or whatever. I had a little gun under, under the mattress that I was sitting on that Unique had gave me. And I was thinking, but I'm like, nah, let me just play these cards and just see how it, you know, what happens. So they took the money. I had just sold the last two keys of Coke to Hen Dog. Um, I had the legend there. I had jewelry, my diamond ring, my engagement ring, jewelry. So they took everything. Were they masked up? Yeah. Yeah, they had masks on. So they took everything and ran out the door. So I put some clothes on because I was in panties and bra. So I put some clothes on, and as soon as I opened up the door, my little sister was standing there. I'm like, yo, they just robbed me. So when we ran down the stairs on the first floor, it was masks and hoodies. They took everything off and then walked out the staircase and walked out the building. Yeah. Yeah, I never found out who did it. I never knew who the people was that came in, but my brother-in-law set me up. How are you so sure that your brother-in-law set you up? Because they came right after he did. And when I was, I called my mother-in-law immediately. I'm like, yo, your son set me up, you know? So I told Ace, I'm like, your brother set me up. I'm going to get him, you know, I'm going to have him killed. When wow. he, when he never visited Ace again, Ace believed me. And to this day, he ain't seen his brother. Wow. Ace 20 something years. Yeah. Ace is in Barbados. He got deported. Got deported. Mm hmm Okay. Yeah. And 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 because he was born there. Um, yeah. Still ain't seen his brother. Nope. Is his brother around? Have you seen yeah, him? Yeah, I heard he twelve years after I got robbed, I bumped into him. 
looking crazy. I think he was like halfway cracked out. But it was 12 years later. But six years after I got robbed, this lady came to me and said, you Tanya? I was like, yeah. She said, I got to tell you something. This chick that lived, that was from my building, was dealing with some people that knew the robbers. Like, she was there. She knew. I think she was, supposedly she was around when they planned the whole thing. Mm. And um, she told the lady about it. The lady got mad at her and six years later told me. You know, somebody had this uh, big deb. She was a hustler from the east side. She said, T, don't worry. Anything in the dark will come to light. And six years later, the lady told me. But I kind of, yeah. What did she tell you? She told me that the chick that lived in my building was there when they planned it. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think she was messing with a guy whose sister was messing with one of Ace Brothers, something like that. Yeah. So it was Ace's brother. Yeah, it was his brother. So when you saw him 12 years later, what did you say to him? Nothing? You know, I ain't really say nothing to him. I ain't say nothing he to looked, him. He looked crazy already. Like he was yeah, yeah, like on drugs. Yeah. I'm like, y'all took that money and ain't do shit with it. Mm. Like, mm. you know. How much did they take uh, about, you think? It was like 100-something thousand. Mm. I had a... 150,000. Right? Yeah. Um... My sister said I had a big bag of weed in there, so I don't even remember that. But she said, yeah, they took the big bag of weed. So they took that, the jewelry, the ledger. I was more concerned with the ledger because it had names and money next to everybody, you know. Hmm. I was more concerned because money, you could make money. Wow, yeah. yeah. Only a hustler talks like that. Yeah, Only yeah. a hustler. <laughs> Somebody yeah. who gets it. Hey. You know, of course. We yeah. get it back. 100000 yeah. That's, that's yeah. like. <laughs> so what year was this, 1990? 91. 91. But mm-hmm. before that, what what year did Jacob brother go crazy? 90. So, um yeah. So tell us about that real quick. Um Yeah. Jacob uh, ends up getting killed. Yes. For killing and allegedly alleged, let's say allegedly. It was allegedly for killing Wow Al. And also, it has something to do with uh, somebody messing with his girl or one of his kids' mother. T, so T Money. Yeah. So T Money was boning. That's what they were saying. Yeah. So T Money was fucking Jacob's wife. That's what they said. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. So allegedly he's fucking his wife. Yeah. And then so so Rashid is a guy from um, Manhattanville who was thorough. He um ended up killing Jason, and his brother, his little brother. Jason or Jacob? Oh right, right. Okay. Who is Jason? Jason is Jacob. I didn't use his name in the book, <laughs> so Jason. <laughs> the guy name was Jason allegedly. I mean, his name is Jason, but allegedly Jason, you know, uh, killed Al. So yeah, I was trying to, you know, when I wrote the book, I was protecting. Everybody. The, yeah, you know, at the time. I respect it. You know? So, basically, so, mm-hmm. T-Money, is that mm-hmm. his real name or is another name? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's T-Money, T-Money yeah. T-Money fucked Jacob, a.k.a. Jason's wife. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Right. And then, no, I'm not laughing. No, because, okay, yeah. fucked his wife, and then Rasheed wasn't feeling it. Right, and because Rashid and Al were good friends, you know. So he he saw it as an opportunity. Yeah, in, or in yeah. So he was like, you yeah, know, allegedly. Yeah. And then end up killing Jacob. Where did Jacob die at? I believe he was on the phone. 
I believe on 127th Street, if I'm not mistaken. Payphone? But I think it was at a payphone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, got killed. Yeah. And then what happens next? Then his little brother. So the night of Jason's wake, me, Lou, Stan, three other guys, my best friend, Michelle, and her man was all in front of my building. So they was doing work on the building, so it was a scaffold there. So I'm talking to Lou. <clears throat> Lou is standing in the street facing me. I'm right here. And that's the corner of 134th Street. A look came over Lou's face looking that way. So mm-hmm. before I could do this, these little young dudes with hoodies on was like, there that motherfucker go and started shooting. Mm-hmm. Lou pushed me and ran thinking they was coming to him, but they actually went straight for Stan. And this was the night of Jacob Jason's wake. So he his brother didn't even wait for him to get in the ground, wow. you know. And I understand. Again, I understand. You know. So, so, so why would they have to stand? I don't know. Maybe they thought that maybe he had something to do with Jason getting killed because it is Wild Al's brother. You know, mm. um, <clears throat> the little he killed T Money. He caught T Money on 127th Street in a car and killed him, along with an innocent bystander, a good guy everybody liked named Rodney. Um, he was going after everybody who he thought had something to do with his brother's death. And he was a young boy. He wasn't about that life. And it just goes to show that, you know, you could take somebody from someone that means the world to them, and they could, they will lose their mind. So he killed, he, so he, he, so. He tried he, to kill Stan. Y'all. Yep. Then he got. T-Money. T-Money killed T-Money and, and Rodney. And then he killed Rashid, Rashid on a 121st Street, uh, 125th in front of March 125. Mm. So that little boy was going in. And hmm. Rashid was the last person he killed until. Yeah, until somebody killed him. I don't even know who killed him. Where did they find him at? Do you know how he got killed, where he got shot at? Nobody N- knows? No, it was, I think it may have been somewhere on the east side. Mm. Yeah. But I don't really know the details of his death. Wow. Yeah. But you said you understood and you respected because they turned him into that. Yeah, and they took somebody that was very precious to him that he loved, you know, so I understand. Yeah. And in in your opinion, he must have been a good, uh, a good, uh, what's the word you use when you, steak, steak out, you know, he he had to drop on everybody. Yeah, because he, yeah. Yeah. He dedicated his time to get revenge. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So now you never find out who robbed you. Yeah, to this day. Later. And then what, what, now everything is gone. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? Uh, the money. You know, Fritz was still alive at the time. But his health was deteriorating. So, you know, mm. he wasn't telling me what I wanted to hear. So I went up to Leon. So I was like, listen, you know, Ace brother got me robbed. I want him dead. He was mm. like, okay, no problem. He was like, find out who find out who the girl is, find out who the dudes is. I got you. So, you know, that's what I wanted to hear at that time. You know, it right. was like. But um, after that, it was like, okay, I just got to... Leon said, okay, I'll pay for your daughter's... um, Because she was going to some little private school. I'll pay her tuition. So he was going to take care of us and look out, you know. 
Fritz would have did the same thing. You know, Fritz ended up dying that August. You know, that 1991 was something else. It was a lot going on. So Fritz died. Chuck died. He got killed. So it was a lot going on. How did Ace feel while being in prison hearing all this? I mean, he felt helpless, you know. Me, you know, because I could have lost my baby, you know. Yeah. Fritz's death affected him tremendously because that was his mentor, his brother, his every, you know, his everything. Like, that was his friend. Where did he die from? He was just sick. Health issues. I don't want to say. It's personal. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. <clears throat> when somebody issues. don't want to say what they died from, you know what they died from. Okay. It's, yeah, it kind of it kind of sums it down. Yeah. 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 It's not cancer. Right. It's not a, you know, you know where it's from. Allegedly, he had a blood transfusion that was tainted in the 80s. Mm. Before that, they, before they was checking. that happened to somebody else as well. Yeah. That happened to somebody else as well. Yeah. That happened before no, in, yeah. in the hospital. Because they wasn't checking it back then, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Wow, rest in peace. Damn, that's yeah. unfortunate. Wow. Yeah. He didn't fight. But the, mm. Yeah. The family can't, like, they can't, like, sue for that or. I don't, yeah, right. Like, yeah. Anything. I mean, I know it's not going to help anything. Right. But, but now it would be too, you know, yeah. statute of limitations. Usually yeah. it's two to seven years, depending on what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He should have hollered. That's, should've holla- that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. So he passed away. Mm-hmm. He was sick. You, but you didn't know what he was sick with at the time. I Did knew he you? was sick. Oh, you knew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. His, his health, because he had been sick before, and Ace had uh, someone come up and take care of him, and he was, like, almost new again. That's why Ace was real upset with the dudes that was left around. Like, why y'all not doing nothing? He's sick. Mm. You know, Fritz saying, I don't want to go to the doctor. You know, Ace thing was like, throw the nigga on your fucking back. And take him to the fucking doctor. Mm, yeah. You know, because I That's always true. say that if Ace was here, you know, he would have made sure he was all right. Did Ace give you your blessings to move on? That's my big question. Did he? No, he didn't. I would, I would, no. No. <laughs> Who wants their baby mother or their girl to move on? Take, what? Take your time. Take your time, brother. Take your time, brother. <laughs> I knew it. Listening to the interview, I knew it. Take your time, brother. He didn't I, get... say, I was fucking with a heavy. She had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. He didn't give me his blessing. Who who's gonna give their girl their blessing? They don't want to see that. Nah, but no. you know, he got twenty. I'm what twenty one, and he gets twenty to life. Yeah, you're right. That's, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You gotta be a real right daughter. Right. But I always made sure he was good, though. You know. Are you sure if we was to speak to him, we can we can get in contact with him. If we was to speak to him, would he would he concur this? Would he verify it? What that? That you held him down regardless. Yeah. He'll say that. For how long? Sure he was how long you held him down till you stopped holding him down? I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. No, 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 no. No, now one thing I can say: his mother trooped it. His mother <laughs> trooped the whole bit. But I was always there in some kind of way. I ain't never, you know, I took my daughter up there. My daughter did trailer visits with her father. You know, I kept him involved in whatever she was doing. That's you dope. know, that's dope. But um, you know, twenty one. So, 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 Fritz passed away. Now, who is Big Deb? She was a hustler from the east side who was getting money. And she had her own little crew. What was the name of her crew? 
don't, I don't think they had a name. Oh, it's just yeah, a yeah, yeah. From Lincoln Project. It wasn't like the uh, what's what was her crew called again? Oh, uh, the Gutter Girls. Gutter Girls. <laughs> the Girls. So Big Dab. So yeah. how did you meet Big Dab? Through Ace and Fritz, but I always kind of knew her because Jermaine and um was all from Lincoln, so I already kind of knew who Big Dab was. Mm-hmm. I used to see her on Seventh Avenue with Rich Porter and um, so I knew she was somebody in the street getting money. She was cool. Real cool. So, she's my daughter's godmother. So there's Big Dab, mm-hmm. um, and another guy named uh, Hen Dog. Yeah, Hen was from the Soundview area, but he was down with Fritz and Ace and um, he was good, good, good people. Mm. But he ended up getting killed in '92. He was one. He was he was the one when Fritz gave us the forty thousand to hire Mel Sachs. He went with me mm. to hire Mel Sachs. Yeah. But but like I was saying, like the guy decided not to. Who who took over Fritz' operation? Or you can't say. I ain't mentioning his name, but somebody who you know. Why you not mention his name? <clears throat> he already running around mad, <laughs> cause I I, it's, it's it's really no need to mention his name. What his name start with? <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> I ain't mentioning his name, but yeah, right. you know, some people think that they can do what somebody else did, and you can't. Now, if Ace was out, it would have ran smooth. Everybody in the street would have been getting money, and Ace would have took care of the family. This dude did everything else and just left the family for dead, like me, Deb, Hendog. Did he mess up? Did he mess up for his operation? Yeah, I would say he did. Why mm-hmm. not? But are you being biased because he didn't take care of you, or did he mess it up? No, he messed up because he ended up getting caught on the highway with like fifteen keys and going to jail. For how long? <laughs> I don't know how long he did. Maybe five or ten years, something like that. Mm. But yeah, it's like. So he missed, so he didn't want to look out for y'all anymore. He didn't want oh to no, he sent somebody to tell me that um, he wasn't paying my bills no more because Fritz paid all my bills. I said oh, okay, so I went up to Leon. Yeah, I want him dead too. You know, I was just on some like yo because I was like, how you disrespect me? You know, Ace is gone. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, really? So he was like that. He wasn't hitting him. Deb, like, and these were all the people that Fritz took care of. Like, we was a family. So, yeah, come together and make it and, and, and come up with an operation. Well, it was a guy named Jay Black that Deb introduced me to. I think we heard that name. And um, we was about to get hit by Jay Black, but the lynch mob killed him. On some other huh? On some other stuff. Yeah. What? So. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, she's crazy. Like this, all the shit she involved in. So, 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 so it is a lot. So, what I'm saying, the question I have is that you, Deb, and Hendor come together, and mm-hmm. and yeah, try to start an operation because mm-hmm. he wasn't setting y'all out. Mm-hmm. Hendog end, end up getting killed. Yeah. He get killed what in the Bronx? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and we what he got killed for? You don't know that. Him and some guy had a beef. Mm. Yeah, it was a guy named Vincent. They had a beef, and um, you know, him was about his business, but I think the guy was scared. So you know, when you dealing with somebody who's scared like that, they gonna get you, and that's what happened. Killed him. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh my God! Wow. 
And then after that, so Fritz passed away. All this shit happened. Where where does that leave you though? No more money ain't broke. Nothing. <laughs> broke. Broke. You know, gotta figure something out. Gotta either go back to school or get a job. Uh, you Did know. Did you do all that? Yeah, I went back to school. Got a little job. Had to take care of my daughter, you know. Where did you work at? Um, I did home care. Like a home health aide or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did that. And then the, the lynch mob and was, got, got in, you know, at that during this time, the lynch mob. They started to get arrested in 94 and 95. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they all, yeah, by 95, they had all of them rounded up and inside. And how many years you were fucked up for? Um, like where things got bad, where you had to go get a job, like things got bad for you, or you couldn't. I mean, I I had to figure that out immediately, like once, cause Deb ended up getting twenty one years. What? <clears throat> yeah, she did twenty one. She's home. Conspiracy. Yeah, she's down south, living her life quiet. Respect to Deb. Yeah, yeah, she did twenty one yeah. years. Wow. So I really didn't have nobody left, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And did did sorry, G did did it make you wish you could? Did it make you think and reflect? Was these reflecting stage? Yeah, absolutely. Because I had went to nursing school and like when I got out of um, high school in like 87, 88. Mm. But then when I started dealing with Ace, you thinking, okay, at a young age, I'm like, okay, I'm with him. We getting money. <clears throat> I got a place to stay. We living good. And you think, you know, the money is not going to stop. Right. So I dropped out of school. You know, at that time, uh-huh. you know, had I, you know, I reflect, I was like, you know, I should have continued on. But, you know, I was able to raise my daughter. She had a good upbringing because mm-hmm. I had great family support. Yeah. So, so how old was, it, was your daughter when you were going through those hard times? How old was she around? Um, She was young because, I mean, I was pregnant when her dad went to, so it was like, you know. Right. But she never felt nothing, okay. you know. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, bring us to the day you got shot. <clears throat> uh, that day, me and my little cousin was coming from getting something to eat. And it's a guy from my block called, named 50, Thorough. Mm. He's, yeah. The Some of the guys that was down with the lynch mob was talking to him when I got to the corner. So I'm looking like there's absolutely no reason for them to be talking to him. It's like four or five of them and him. Right. So I knew it was something that wasn't right. So I was about to flag a cab, go tell Leon, and something ain't right down there. You need to go call him up and see what's going on. But before I can do that, the shots, I heard the shots and I turned around. And 50 was running to the corner with, like, a big red circle on his chest. And the look on his face is a look I'll never forget. And the look was like, damn. Like, they got me because 50 carried his gun with him everywhere. But that day I heard he put it in a bodega on the corner. Wow, no. Hmm. So when he came to me and the guys was running, I yelled out one of the guys' names because I knew all of them. But then as 50 got closer, I turned around and ran and I fell. I didn't feel the bullet, but for some reason I knew I got shot. And 50 fell in front of me. And of course, living in Harlem, being in the street, I've seen plenty of bodies under white sheets. And that's the thought that went through my head. I'm like, 
I can't lay out here. I'm like, my baby upstairs, she was like two and a half. Her daddy in jail. I was like, I can't die out here. Mm. So my cousin was in shock. She never seen nothing. She was just standing there like this. So I got up. It was a cab on a corner, and a guy named John got in the cab with me from my block. So I was like two blocks down from Harlem Hospital. Got me there. And the bullet went straight through. It went like about an inch or two from my spine and came out my right breast. Mm. And um, But I didn't know at the time. But when I got to the hospital and they took my clothes off, it came straight through. It got stuck in this little vest that I had on. Wow. And the guy showed me, the, the cop showed me the bullet. Um, so you didn't know you got hit until, you said until you got I, to the... To no, I knew it. So, I didn't. I can't really describe it, but mm. I felt like it. It threw me to the ground, or mm. I. Tripped. But for some reason, I said Tammy. I was telling my cousin. I said, "Yo, I'm hit," but she was in shock. Mm. So I had to get up and get the hell up out of there, because I'm like, I can't die out here on these streets. You know, not on the street. Your sister went and told told Leon that you got. Yeah, but yeah, that was while I was in the hospital. So I ended up getting a chest tube because I was bleeding inside. Had I laid down, I'd have smothered to death. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad I did get up and didn't wait. Yeah. So they, you know, did they thing, cut me open, took the clothes off, you know, whatever. And um, took me upstairs. It was so crazy and it was so surreal because while I was in my bed, I looked at the scene on the news. They had the flares oh, wow. in the street, the little yellow things. I was actually watching it while I was in the room, you know. What was 50 at the time? Oh, well, before I got upstairs, they rolled 50 in right next to me. I watched them wow. cut his chest open and massage his heart, trying to, you know, revive him. But he died. They did the surgery right next to you in the yeah. same room? Every, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I heard you get emotional or got emotional when you talk about Harlem Hospital. Yeah. I, well, I had I got emotional because, you know, just, you know, reflecting and thinking back, I'm so glad I didn't lay down on that ground. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they saved my life. So I got to give it up to them. <laughs> you know, I heard Harlem Hospital gives a lot of beds out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lola Lux. Harlem <laughs> 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 Hospital giving beds out. Um, wow. Oh, so your sister, could G-Money ask you about your sister telling Leon? Yeah, my sister. Um, it was so crazy because I'm watching the news. I see my cousin on the news. My friend and my sister, so my sister knew what happened somehow. She goes uptown <coughs> and go to the store. They all having a meeting in the back because I guess they discussing what the hell they did because they reported to Leon. And my sister was like, yo, y'all shot T. And they everybody like, what? What? T was out there? And she just went in. She was like, yep, you nigga with the blue and yellow shirt on. And you, you have, you know, she, because I guess people was describing the mm. shooters. So, Leon, um, I had asked them not to put my name downstairs. Right. Because although I know Leon and them love me, I'm still trying to protect myself. I don't know. You know, I'm like, yo, don't put my name downstairs. I didn't want nobody to know what room I was in. <laughs> then I think the, that night... <clears throat> This dude, Leon, with a hospital jacket on, pushing a tray, come in the room. Wow. I said, this if they wanted to kill me, he could have fucking smothered me to death. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? He like, yo, T, 
you gonna be good i'm gonna make sure them niggas take care of you you know boom 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 i'm sorry i love you i like you know so he's not in the hospital he knew somebody there mm. and they gave him all that i said this is crazy <clears throat> that's your daughter's godfather yeah so but the thing is when they when they when they got incarcerated your mm-hmm. name was down as one of the people a victim mm-hmm. because they was all telling on each other wow mm-hmm. <laughs> can you explain the situation i know you know shout out to my man clips and you know i don't wanna Mm-hmm. My man, I know he don't like, you know, <clears throat> Lord of Lux brought up in a battle. But I really don't understand how Leon, <laughs> how what Leon did. He told the court, he told the, he, he made a deal that he was going to testify, right? Mm-hmm. And then what did, <laughs> what did he do wrong? Not wrong, but what right. did he I do? Think what he, made them rip it up? Because <clears throat> I, one thing about the feds, they kind of already know. Right. So you can't have steps. Either you're going to tell it, and if you fuck up, they will rip your agreement up. So I think he began to tell, but then tried to take it back from my understanding. And they just ended up ripping his plea deal up. That's from my understanding. And he got life. He got life. The murder with 50 was on there, right? The Uh murder with 54 people. Mm Mm-hmm. They charge it with a whole other and like fourteen other, fifteen other bodies. Because people were telling on each other. Yeah, and they all. There's a lot of them that was telling on each other. Yeah. So now, tell us about uh, um, baby Maine or baby J or Maine. <laughs> Jermaine. Um, I met Jermaine when he was fifteen. Him and my sister started dating, and um, he was from Lincoln. He had his little crew, and um. They was funny. What? <laughs> you so crazy. Nah, you know, they, they had their little crew going on. And, you know, he he was a real charismatic little dude. Funny. You know, um, getting money. They was hustling out in D.C. I remember it was one dude that was with them. I think Rich Porter tried to get them, give them something one time, and they was like, nah, we good, because they was doing their own thing, you know. Mm. So um, they was definitely getting money out, out out in D.C., you know. So my sister was in junior high school. She was right, you know. She was coming to school oh, with man. her little stuff on. I remember her telling me that the guidance counselor came to her. I was like, excuse me, um, we heard you're messing with a drug dealer. She was like, what? So, you know, she tried to, you know. Wow. Yeah, so he, he took care of her. He was he was good. He was a good dude. Good dude. And at the time, who were you messing with at this time? Who were you dealing with? Lou. Lou. Well, later on. Because she met Jermaine in, like, 87. But two years after they broke up, we were still a family. So right, yes, Jermaine was, cool. was in my life from the age of 15 to the day he died. So okay. he was always around. Even when my sister got pregnant, you know, got a new man, got pregnant, had a baby, he was always there. So, so who were you messing with when Jermaine was going through all the situation with Pot Lottie? I was with his cousin Boogs in 99. Cause that's the, that's um, Pop Lottie. That's the, Pop Lottie shot Jermaine up February of 1999. He shot him five times, hmm. kind of by mistake. You know, he was scared, so he just let off five shots, and all five shots caught him. 
by mistake. Yeah, kind of. I would say that because um, Boog started to argue. Okay, this is what happened. Pop Lottie and this other guy from my building was messing with somebody that was down with Jermaine and them. Mm-hmm. So later on that night, Jermaine and them came to my block and an argument ensued between Bugs and someone else. So the dude that's arguing with Bugs had his hand in his pocket and shot through his jacket. Pop Lottie got nervous from what I hear and just started letting off shots and like five shots hit Jermaine. You know, that's something that he didn't want to do, but it's something that happened, you know. And if you're scared, it's like, shit, I'm going to, you know, get you before you get me. And that's what happened that night. And Jermaine got shot five times. And he survived. And he survived. It didn't hit anything vital. And when he survived that, it was like, oh, he just thought he, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> he was a funny little dude with the Tupac shit and all kind of shit going on the posters and he was he was getting money oh he was getting money mm-hmm. after that he he was getting money then but after that he started that that heroin thing was big he he had a a 18 month run that made dudes look like like yo how are you how did you do this yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 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 bring us to like all right so now Pop Lottie, that's the first how it started between Pop Lottie and Maine. Well, he had cut Pop Lottie, if I'm not mistaken, like some months before that. Yeah. He had cut him in the face, I think. Yeah. So then he gets shot five times, then mm-hmm. what happens next? Let's, let's go to the strip. The beef, um, it was still a little beef. With him, of course, but it was another main dude that was from my block. You had 50 and this other dude that was, like, the thoroughest dudes from my block. And this dude, he was one of those, like, it was no talking to. He was somebody that he, and because he's always been, he at the time, he was always a bad kid. Like, when we was growing up, his mother always had him in group homes and stuff like that or throwing him out because it was just something, I don't know. But he was just always, he was bad, you know. So he was one of those dudes that's like, I don't like you, I'm going to get you. You know, and that was just, you know. So they had these back and forth little shootouts, you know, words. And then I think the guy from my block ended up shot shooting someone from Jermaine's crew. So that's when it got serious because although they had shootouts after, you know, the five times, nobody was really getting hit. So when somebody in, somebody else in the crew got hit, it's alleged that Jermaine put 15000 on a dude's head and his own man took it, took the bounty. You know what I mean? Money. And you don't say dude's name because he's a fish, like, you know, he... Yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, I mean, he did, but... Jermaine put some money on his head and his man took it up and killed him. His own, you know? But what went wrong is, like, the very next morning... My phone ringing off the hook. I mean, the very next morning, hours that this happened, Jermaine did it, and I'm calling him like, why is it in the street like that? Like, I didn't know that that was going to happen or that he even planned that because me and my sister would have been like, don't do it. You know, because he had somebody that loved him. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful and, you know, strategize how, you know, if you're going to do something like that. And then, you know, offer it to his own. Don't let his own man do it because then eventually that dude, if he'll do it to his man, he'll do it to you. But it was all over the street the next day. And then I 
seen him and he's walking with the dude that did it. I'm like, you bugging. Mm. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, nah, T, I'm all right. Nah, you know, may just be a man. But eventually, the guy that have I think that guy died in March, and Jermaine was killed that June. Because I heard that somebody that was close to that dude was like, I'm going to get him. And the night that Jermaine died, we all were supposed to go to a club downtown because we was always going out like on the weekends or something. But something was going on, so we didn't go. So I took my daughter to eat to Amy Ruth's, and I got a call that he got shot. Dog called me because mm. I had hooked him and Dog up to do business. <clears throat> and... um when I got over there, everybody on Fifth Avenue looking crazy. I'm like, what the hell happened? And I heard he died, and that was it. But, yeah. I'll say, but before that, you know, a situation, you know, I'm going to talk about what him and Mace that mm-hmm. happened too. I want to get into that also. Yeah, I had got a call from a guy named Trell. They was, something was going on at Gaucho's gym. And... Trail was like, yo, T, you need to come to the gym. Main over here acting crazy. Because Jermaine had just got out. He was on his, he was going through a little blood phase. But he was like a one-man blood game. Like non Trey. Right, right. Not like non Trey, because Jermaine was about his business. That little young boy was something different. I, I, I didn't take him serious, to be honest with you. So, um... I get there, he's standing in the middle of the gym floor. Nah, fuck that T, they gonna respect me. He took the little guy's cardan, took his chain. Mm. Nah, fuck that. But he didn't take it because he had anything against cardan. He had something against Mace. And allegedly, Mace disrespected him because I don't know if Mace used to talk to the, his baby's mother. And after she had Jermaine's baby, he was at the house. It was just something crazy. You know, and I don't know, I think Mace said something. I don't know if it, at this time the record had already came out that Mace said something on a record, so right, you're right. throwing shots. And um, Mace never came to get the chain, though. We ain't seen Mace since. Mm. What do you mean you ain't seen him since? We ain't seen him since. He left New York or whatever. So, from my understanding, he took Pop Lottie down to Atlanta. Pop Lottie came back. And I guess, I don't know if he threw the battery in these guys back to make it more intense as far as, that's how that whole thing, this was before Pop even shot Maine the five times. Mace had got with these guys. And I guess, I don't know if he paid them or promised them anything, but it seems like he threw them. Slow down. Mm -hmm. He's going 100 miles. Uh First of all, there's nothing wrong with a man wanting to be a preacher. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a man seeing the things and, you know, because I've seen him in New York a couple of times. And I heard your interview. You say he, we ain't seen him since. He's been in Harlem. He oh, no, no, no. He, he, he came he back. Video. He got yeah. video. He got yeah. video. Yeah. I just, I just yeah, saw yeah. him like, last month. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Don't shake. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Uh-uh. Now you're nervous <laughs> when I took the shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was waiting for the subject. He <laughs> said that Mace was running away and all this stuff and, you know, and you feel he put the battery in his back, but this is all allegedly. We don't know that. Yeah, yeah I said allegedly. You did. You're very good. You're smart. But at the same time, even if they say if it was true and there was drama, mm-hmm. why would he stay to put himself in danger? I said the same thing. I wrote that in my book. I mean, if oh. you're smart, 
you leave because that's not your life. You're not a shooter. You're not a gangster. Mm-hmm. And me and Mace was cool back in the days. I knew his family. I was cool with his sisters, his brother. But, but, if you're going to disrespect a man, take shots at him, and talk crazy on a record about him, then you should be man enough to Stand face. Ten toes down. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Face mm-hmm. a person and, you know what I'm saying? Don't do it from a distance. You know? No. So yeah, it was cool. You was cool with him. Then what happened? Oh yeah, we what? I mean, you used to mess with Mace. Nah, Mm-mm. Mace. He claims that him and my sister used to talk. That, that you know, if you, I mean, that's what he said. Mm. But now I knew Mace from from a young young youngster. So you trying to say Mace lied on his penis? No, no, I'm not saying that. I, you they to your de- they definitely didn't mess around. But you know that that puppy love him and my sister, whatever. I don't. Don't know. be a hater, Miss T. I love oh, you. No. Oh, no, no, yeah, he yeah, said sister. that. You talked to your sister, bro. Yeah, maybe they was talking about They <laughs> definitely, they like they definitely didn't mess around. But no, I, I I like Mace. Me and him was cool. Like when Biggie died, me and him had a long conversation on the phone. Mm. So we was cool like that. But at the end of the day, Mace was my people. That was my brother. I had to pick a side when all this drama was going on, you know? Me and Pop Lottie was cool. Like I loved him. He was funny as hell. But, you mm. know. Loyalty. Yeah, so that's how that all so got. It's d- very unfortunate because really, is. It, is. it was about nothing. Right. That whole beef was about nothing. But you think that, honestly, your <coughs> personal opinion, and mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this, please. you know, shout out to Cam. I know Cam. Cam is my man. and I'm not going to divulge, you know, but when I heard him talk about the situation, he did talk about it in uh, the program one. Uh, Purple Haze 2 was coming out. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, he has a new single out. Check it out. Um, but when I heard that he he spoke about Pop Lottie in Maine and in Europe, and he said you know he ensued to some things. Uh, but in your opinion, you feel that Mace was one of the forces behind that beef. Opinion, not fact. Right. Uh, in your opinion, yes, your opinion, yes. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I think he put a battery in their back and made it a little more than. Yeah, I do. As a pastor, you felt he did that? Because he's a pastor at the time. He is. Right. Yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. Because mm-hmm. he could have ended that, you feel like, right? He, he could have put a stop to all that. He, he, he could have, because it could have just been those two men right. dealing with whatever issue they had. But I instead, see, I see what you're saying. right? So, instead, he was aware that pop. In your opinion, oh, yeah. he was aware that Pop Lottie had a problem with Maine, so he decided. To oh, get, that's a fact. That's not even my opinion. He 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 definitely knew that that Pop and Maine had an issue, you know. So yeah, but it could have been two men handling their issue, however, whichever way they wanted to do it. That beef spiraled out of control, and like I said, like six people died over nothing. Over nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and and how and how and how so but like I said, listen to your interview. Mm-hmm. You said you know we ain't seen we ain't seen May since. I mean I ain't seen. I know he been back because he done did a record, wasn't it? Welcome back that came out not too long. Yeah, chill, right? Let's see, let's see, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, that what was, was like you? after two thousand. Yeah, that was about probably O two probably. Right, right. Like so I know he did that. You know. T, why you said that like that? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, you know, um, what made you think he came back when things died down? In your opinion, 
Yeah. I even yeah. seen him. He seen me. We was like right next to each other, but he ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. We where was in each, where y'all seen each other at? North Carolina, NCIAA two years ago. What the hell you doing out there? NCIAA. Mm. What you doing out there? Who you so out there with? It was huh? Who you was out there with? You remember I said, oh, Me, right. my daughter, and then some other people. Who? So Sugar mm. J got us into some some party. And um whatever section that he was in, he he I was already in there. So he came. So I had some shades on. I guess he looked to make sure it was me. So I just looked at him. I didn't say nothing. You know, maybe one day we'll talk. Maybe one day, maybe we won't. And that's why I think the problem started with Cam because I'm reading the cancer. Then I watch him play Pop Lottie against Baby Maine. Mm. Mm. At this time, I'm moving heroin in Maryland. They both died, and this nigga turned reverend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Damn. I, I can't confirm it. I mean, I know, I know Killer, you know, but. A lot of people feel this way. I mean, Mace, Mace denied it. You know I mean, that. he definitely left New York because of Jermaine. That's not nobody's opinion. That's a fact. But how do we know and that? And it is. And he just chose another life. He chose God. After he had this beef, I would have chose God, too. To, hmm. You know? <laughs> no, just, you left, too. Let's keep it on. You left, too. No, 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 no. You I didn't too. leave. You went oh. to Atlanta, too. What, you became you became a pastor as well? No. <laughs> you left. You went to Atlanta. Yeah, don't get nervous. Yeah, no, no. I did don't go to Atlanta, hand, but I've been back. Sweat. I've been back 10 years. Ooh. I've been back 10 years. In, you talk spicy to me. In Harlem. <laughs> in Harlem. Mm. Mace has been in Harlem as well. Where? G G G G I, I, I haven't seen him. <laughs> I mean, you know, but listen, he living his life. I mean, would you have a conversation with him, though? Absolutely. And would you express to him that you think, because, you know, a lot of people do have a problem with that, though. But the thing is, this is my issue, and I don't know the situation, but I heard about the pop lot and baby me. But they had an issue prior. So, you know, right? They had an issue prior. So how are we blaming mace if the issue was already in the street between them two mm -hmm. just just uh, i'm asking you a question i would say it pro like i said a lot of people and let me just say mm -hmm. this i'm not a, i wasn't there i'm not saying i was there i'm not saying who's right or wrong right it's just questions that i have because they had a problem prior and then but how can mace take the mm -hmm. blame for that if they had an issue already with right. like how can you explain to me or to the people like, how do you blame Mace if these people already had an issue? They already had a street problem between each other. So, mm -hmm. I, well, she, she she's saying that he she, if I, I could be wrong, but she said Mace kind of hyped it a little bit. Right, I think it he, he it, it was more intensified it, because it right, and then you know, like mm -hmm. I said, I mean, he had a couple of dollars, you know, what? I'm he, listening. He had a couple of dollars. From my understanding, he took popped down there with him to Atlanta. I don't know what transpired between that. I don't know mm -hmm. what he said to the other guy who was like, you know, he was just like always on a thousand with the nonsense. So I just think that, you know, it seems like they was going more hard, especially the other guy, you know, with Maine, because he had absolutely no reason to. It was did no it, reason. Did they ever get the chain back? No, I don't know what Maine did with that chain, to be honest with you, but yeah. How did he take it off Cardan's neck? How? Just took it. That's it. That's it. 
At Gaucho's, you said. Yeah, Gaucho's Who gym. Who called Dan? He's one. He's one of Mace. Uh, Artist, uh, yeah, he, he never really got like that. Yeah, he was. He didn't, yeah, he, he was a little. He was a rapper on a the out. Harlem World. Yeah, I don't know if he had a song or they had that. Cut. Was, I think he was featured on. Yeah, but he wasn't. He didn't really get that 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 that, shine. that look like that. But he was. Yeah. People knew Cardan with Mace. You know, they always he always shot him out like that. What about Baby Stace? You knew her? Yeah, Stace and then my sister were good friends. Mm. What was going on that that, that day in Gaucho's gym? They had like a party or something? Or no, they used to always have game? like basketball games. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I played Gaucho's back, back in the day too. I used to play that. Yeah. It's just it's just it's just unfortunate. Rest in peace to Pop Lottie. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and absolutely. So <clears throat> now these things happen. I heard that, you know, you end up moving. Why did you move to Atlanta? I moved because, you know, and I moved like five years after Jermaine got killed. His death really hit me hard, you know, because I know it it came to a point where, you know, the shootouts was getting crazy and he was tired. He was like, I just want to make my money and do me. And um, after he died, I don't know, Lou heard something. And Lou was like, yo, T, you just need to get out of there. I need you to, you know, go somewhere and chill. You're walking around. You're still angry. Mm. You're snapping on people. You're you know. snapping on people? Like, you know, if I've looked, seen somebody that was cool with them and then they look like they had a smile on their face, I'm saying something, and they like, yo, you bugging. I ain't laughing about that. So he was like, supposedly somebody said that they was going to do something to me. So, you know, Lou said, you better not touch, touch a hair on her head. But he said, I could say that but I'm not there. Right. So won't you just go somewhere and just chill? So that's how I got down south. Yeah. How did you find a house? I mean, how did it happen? Where you uh, moved it? Um, I, first I went and stayed with my cousin for about a month. Cause I had my cousin, my cousins was already down there. Cause my daughter had already been spending summers down there with her cousin. So I went down there and stayed with my cousin for a month. Then I moved to Loganville, old townhouse apartment, townhome apartment and yeah. How old is your daughter now? She's 28. So you're staying down there and then you had to decide to come back. Yeah, because my daughter went to college and I could make more money up here to support her so she don't have to, she didn't have to work while she Stop was Stop being school. on the run, basically. No, I wasn't really on the run. I wasn't really on the run. Sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. I was just chilling. Because you out here walking around on some Alpo shit. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> what? <crazy>. What? <laughs> He walking around. What? 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 Yeah. Not, he not, is he not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't tell. Oh, sorry. I was on my Alpo shit before Alpo. Mmm. You ain't telling nobody. No. Alpo called in the show. Yeah. How did that make you feel? You looked a little startled, a little bit. Not startled, like scared, yeah. but like caught you off guard. Tell us. Um. Everybody was like, oh, you were scared, you were shot. I really wasn't. I knew he was listening because Boogaloo was on the show. So I had heard that he was listening to what Boogaloo was saying. Boogaloo was still in the studio when I was being interviewed. Mm. So when he called then. Which is Gangsta Lou, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So when Albert, when he um called... I'm looking at Boogaloo, and Boogaloo just shaking his head, I guess confirming that that's him. I mean, I knew it was him, but I was just kind of shocked that he even called the show. Hmm. But, yeah, what I wasn't was, shocked what, what, what was that it was Lou's, him. 
What was Lou's mannerism when he called? He just was looking at me and just shook his head. He was just sitting in the chair, quiet. And he, but he basically called not to bother you, but to let Lou I know. I think let Lou know that he was listening. Have you seen Apo yet? Yes, I have. He's on. He's in all of them all the time. <laughs> Yo, no, stop. Chill, man. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Apple Harlem, all the time. What's his vibe like out there? When he, when <laughs> he's, in, like, like, he's chilling. That. He's chilling. <laughs> he's chilling. He's good. Harlem is his home. You seen him? That went out. Yeah, I seen him at a, a spot with some other people, but we didn't go out. You spoke to him? Yeah. Gave yeah. him a hug. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, what's up? I mean, listen, I ain't got no problem with him. He ain't do nothing to me. I don't, I don't understand what people be talking about. I don't, I don't get it. What do you mean what people be talking about? What they be saying? Oh, why people mess with him? Why people talk to him? He killed Rich. Okay, Jason killed Al. Niggas get murdered every day, right? Niggas shot every day, B. Right. Be all right. You tough, right? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, uh, I mean, it happens, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whoever loved Rich and don't want to mess with him, I get it. Whoever don't like snitches, I get it. But like he said, he said, "T, I did what I had to do for me. People could do what they want to do for them." I heard he's running around taking pictures with people that talk about him. That talked about him. Yeah. I don't know. I know he's um. He's checking on, no, he's checking on people. It ain't taking pictures. I think he's checking people who he heard say things either when he was in jail or whatever. What do you mean checking them? Checking their temperature. I'm going to chill, man. I, 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 no, I mean, I think, no, his thing is this. He going to watch this. No, but you know what? The thing is this. He's not out there starting trouble with nobody or nothing. But, again, if you say something about somebody... And a person comes to you, he just wants to know, do we have an issue? Why did you say those things? And I heard a lot of people are backtracking on the things that they said. Mm. Like rappers and some other people. Do you think that, well, you know, Lou had a lot to say up here. Um, hold up. You made a face. so let me what? Just... No, I didn't. Go don't let me because once I close this down, I'm 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 gonna go in. <laughs> I don't want to, you know. I'm 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 in a good space with you. Okay. <laughs> so let's put this right back. <laughs> Lou had things to say. Okay. Um, I guess they got they got some sort of history. Do you think yeah. that? Hopefully, it's peace between those brothers. You know, at okay. at a time because we. But do you think Lou is a guy that will sort of backtrack on his words? Knowing him. You know him, right? You know him. Yeah, I know Boogaloo. I know Albert. Would he backtrack? I don't know, but if he say the things to Albert, like if he come at him the way he's been on these shows, I'm not sure it's going to – it might be an issue. I'll say that. 
I'll say that. So you try to say, Alpo didn't grow mentally, you don't think? From I think he grew. No, yeah, because he's like, T, I just want to live my life. That's it. But. Rest in peace, his mom. We heard his mom just yeah, passed Yeah, his away. mother and his sister. Yeah, within days, that was kind of like, sister yeah. Sister passed away as well? His sister? His sister died first, and then the mother died days after his sister. What did his sister die from? I think she had uh, cancer. Okay, rest yeah. in peace to them both. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he said he so, just want to live his life. Yeah, he, he like... To meet him is to understand why his friends that he had from before still deal with him. He's very personable. He's very charismatic. You know, he like to laugh and play all day. Like he's not running around on some gangster. I'm out. Nope. You know, he. You know what? Something he said to me. He said, "T, the streets made Alpo." They made him into this person who they wanted him to be. But when I did what I did they mad he said they made this person you know yeah my name Alpo but they made him into this you know whatever Marta. right does he have any children yes he has sons who's his son I don't know his sons <clears throat> there's a guy named paparazzi po That's, you. oh I'm not sure about that one why why are you not sure about that one I may have asked him about that and what did he say he's not sure about that one <laughs> he has two other sons. Wait, we, 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 we ain't gonna play my man paparazzi pose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, not really, I'm not really sure about that one. Well, no, no, no. We, we need to be sure. Yeah. No. We, I know two other sons, no, not three sure sons. About, we need to be sure about paparazzi. Okay, well, maybe I have Albert call you guys and tell y'all if <laughs> that is or isn't. I don't People know. People been requesting, and, 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 and listen, I'm not. You know, salute. I'm not in nobody's business. But people think that they, if you read the comments, if you read everything, they were saying like, yo, uh, Flip, you know, would you interview Alpo? You know, would you interview Alpo? First of all, I don't think Alpo do interview. I think he met up with a blogger before. He tried to meet up with another blogger. <clears throat> this is me. I don't know anything about him. I have no issue with him. And, you know, if if he if he was to do a story, he wanted to talk about a story, I'll listen. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? But, I, you know, people be like, you know, yo, they keep talking about him, bro. And it's like, how do I don't know him? I don't got no contact, but they keep asking in the comments, and it's, it's too much. Yeah. Cuban Link videos and all these videos. They're like, yo, Alpo, Alpo, we asked for Alpo. How the fuck? I don't know him. What the fuck? Yeah. I see them walking around. I mean, you know, that they're, they're getting these great stories and the great content, so they want to hear, it's kind of like a little teaser a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They want to hear everybody's point of view. Nah, but she need to put respect on paparazzi pone. I don't, I don't care. I think him and Albert have spoken not too long ago, but... They yeah. don't look similar to you, no? Mm-mm. Oh. Because no. I know you ask him. You like you don't give a fuck. You like you ask questions. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and he said he don't know. Yeah, I know they've spoken recently. Oh, you don't want to really say what he said. No, but I know the other two, who the other two sons are. You know them. I don't know them personally, but, you know, I know. they outside. Right. I know, you know. But this guy, I don't, I'm not sure. Did he know this guy's mom? I'm not really sure about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. look, paparazzi pulling there. <laughs> so, what's next for Miss T? Um, I got another book out called Snitching. Yeah, just like. It came out about a month ago. What's that? No, I was saying they, they look just like. It's crazy. Oh. She you, don't think they look alike. 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, right? Mm, okay, I mean, you got the, the, I mean, if it's just... the books out. You said, yeah, Ooh, I got a mm-hmm. new book out. <laughs> but um, somebody yeah. had asked me to do a book on snitches, and you know, upon research, I'm like, listen, I don't know why people concern themselves with snitches. I named the book Snitching. The streets are fair game, but the game has never been fair, and that's a fact. Hmm. The government will always afford that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Somebody will always take them up on that opportunity. So why are we mad at snitches? Everybody is not built. Every hustler is not a gangster, and every gangster not a hustler. Like, let's take AZ for instance. When AZ testified against those guys, I don't think he was a snitch. First of all, the girl that was with him was 13. I know her. I knew her, her sister. We grew up with them. She was 13, body like 25 back then, though. If I was her mother, you would have owed me that. You want to get up there and tell them who shot my daughter. You understand what I'm saying? Why was the 13-year-old with him? Maybe, I don't know if he knew she was 13 at the time, but her body said something differently. Back mm. then, she was stacked. I'm, I don't know. I don't know chill what he knew. Up. Oh, AZ, chill out. I'm oh. just saying. Um, and I knew her. But I don't, I don't call, I wouldn't call him a snitch. He was testifying. The Lady Joanne, her mother was from my building. You know what I'm saying? People lost their lives because of whatever, the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, this whole snitching thing and everybody with the snitching and glorifying rats, they killing me. You know, they got to know how to distinguish a witness from me and you doing business together and I'm going to tell something on you because I don't want to go to jail because I ain't built like that. And that's the thing. People, you know, they build these people up to be something and everybody is not built like that. They say they are or they even think they are until that time comes, you know. So it's like, you know, I don't know. So I just wrote a book on snitching and how it goes down and scenarios and, you know, some stuff I know for a fact, you know, that happened, you know. So that's what I did. And what do you know for a fact that happened? Um, There was some things like, you know, one guy got picked up for credit card fraud. And instead of going to jail for maybe six months or a year, he like, oh, I know about a body from the 90s. Because you don't want to go to jail for a credit card. Mm. That's what's going on out here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, my thing is to get out the street altogether. For those of us who've been in the game and been in these streets for like two, three decades, we should know better. Mm-hmm. So don't get surprised. Don't be surprised when somebody gets caught and they tell. Yeah, surprising, but why are you surprised? Because it's been going on. Why still be in the street and allow another man to disrupt your household? I don't get it. So, yeah, that's what that is. So you got a book, Snitching? and Snitching. Uh, I got some other stuff going on. Probably 2020 will start. Me and my partner, Aoife Rivera, we got some stuff going on. So, yeah. The director? Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. We gonna, yeah, we got a project coming up. Is there anything you want to share with Flip the Script that you haven't shared with anybody yet? Um, not that I know, but you look like you're thinking of something. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything you um, want to share with us that you haven't talked about? 
Not that I know of. Can't really think of nothing. Of course you can't. I wish I did. Of course. When the pressure's <laughs> on, they can't think. I wish I did. <laughs> That's what I do. I tend to, uh, you know, cause mental confusion. She thinks he's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> if you can go back, you know, would you change anything that, that you did, you know, growing up? We heard the whole story now how you had, you know, a good household, you were a good kid, and you went to, you went, you went to that lifestyle. You know, would, would you change anything that you did? I wish I would have stayed in school. I would have been a nurse about 30 years now, hmm. retiring, because I like nursing. I like dealing with people. But, you know, God is the best plan, and it's, you know, it is what it is. You're still here now, you know. Absolutely. Still living, mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. Looking nice. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Know? you. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff, man. How you feel? I feel, I feel good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just, let me see your hands. Put your hands right there. Both of them. Okay. Just making sure. Making sure what? Just confirming something. Mental, you know, just mental notes for future interviews. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I like the interview, man. Yo, Miss T, man. I think hey. that, um... You know, it's unfortunate that uh, that um, you had to go through that in the beginning. But yeah. it's a blessing as well because you are who you are today. Right. You're sharing your story. You got niggas coming out, you know, calling you to the shows and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I thoroughly in, enjoyed this. I mean, I did a lot of research. Okay. And, you know, people, I did a lot of research. And Sunday and G Money, myself, we did. We just wanted to have it right, man. We, mm-hmm. wanted, we wanted to be different from And I told you that on the phone. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to do what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, you almost got hit by a car, I ain't hear that. <laughs> I hit by a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? You got punched That's in the good. face, you got punched in the face in the lobby. <laughs> I ain't hear about that and shit like that. Yeah. So I'm just excited, I'm, and I thank you for coming up, man. Thank you. Give out your social media, and, and also I, I, your YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, my YouTube page is Straight Talk with Miss T. Um, Got some stories up there. My... Instagram Harlem underscore Heron or Heroin. It has a you know double meaning. And um, yeah, yeah, you can pick up my books on Amazon. Ha- Harlem Heron and Snitching by Miss T. What's up with uh, Boy George? Boy George is doing good. Is I talked to here? him. We trying to um, Eve. Uh, we're trying to do what, do something to get him out of there because you know my thing is life for drugs i don't understand that you get life for drugs but murderers get out every day that yeah. th- that's crazy yeah. so um we got somebody looking into his case that may be able to help him he's been down 30 years but he's cool my yeah. partner went to visit him about two months ago your said he's looking good e for vera yeah he went to, yeah that like your, your boyfriend partner no, 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 no. We oh. have the life rights. A George scientist stuff over to me and Eve, and we're partnering on doing his story. Who? Eve Rivera. No, I know who Eve Rivera is, but yeah. you're talking about Boy George. Boy George, signed. yeah, he signed it over. Mm-hmm. Making so, sure I'm just want to clear everything. Out. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, know business partner, business partner. And, and, and new boyfriends? Nah, nah, stop <laughs> it, stop it. Bobby, business yeah. partner. So yeah, he's um he's doing good. Well, G man. Yeah. <laughs> Classic man. Any last words? No, I just um want to shout out to everybody for um 
buying my book for the YouTube documentary. I got like over a million views in like six months, so that's Shout dope. Out, yeah, that, that was dope. Yeah, that was dope. and his numbers are still going up, so right. I appreciate that. You know, and people appreciate the story. You know, my thing is, I'm gonna give the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, the comments be crazy, but mm, I already, I was expecting mm. that. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm good. Why you waiting to, for us to hit you up? I told you about that on the phone. People were in your comments, like, flip the script. Are you? I know. One guy, and I'm going to find his name, hit me up last week and said, you need to go on that show because they mentioned your name. So I looked at the whole Bootsy um, interview because he's from Harlem. Mm -hmm. But I didn't hear anything, so I didn't know what he was talking. So I told my assistant, shout out to Melissa. Shout out to Mel. Yeah, and um, shout out to Melissa, Melissa, my assistant, Miss BX. She um, she hit Marco up, and that's how it happened. But yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know until some guy DM'd me and was like, "You need to hit them up." Cause this Nick, this this one guy kept writing. I'm like, "Yo, listen, man, really? Stop asking us about Miss T, man. If Miss T wanted to do the show, she would have did the show. That's how I felt. It's you know." See, because I don't be reaching out, you know. Of course, you fly. No, I just, but I just don't. Harlem shit. <laughs> I don't be reaching out, but, you know, I'm glad I did. I had a good time. Thank you. You like, you. did you enjoy yes. yourself? Yeah. Yes. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put some time for this team, brother. see something else? I don't know. We here, man. Um <laughs> Put the script uh, pod on Instagram, man, at DJG1156, at Queens Flip on Instagram. Each and every Friday, Fishbowl Fridays, make sure y'all come out, have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow night, we in the building. Well, depending on when you're watching this, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, shout, shout out to all the fans, all the supporters, man. Flip the script podcast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, first of all, let's shout out Nazis and Ebok. Yes, round of applause to Nazis and Ebok one time, man. You know, Working hard. Behind the scenes, they're doing good. Give Nasus a hard time. I'm trying to fire her, but you know it's hard. <laughs> How she do today? She 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 was all right. Nasus was yeah, good. Yeah, she was cool. Don't fire her. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing? I want to fire her so bad, bro. Oh, but she was good. She was, you know, she's good. yes, and yeah. she was very pleasant over the phone. Wow, damn. Yes, can't, you can't get it, man. Can't get a break, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Go on, G. Where the horns at? Where the horn? <laughs> Who's the horn? Got horns on there? That means I'm gonna fire her, bro. Nah, come on. <laughs> yo, nah, this is Queen Flip, man. Yo, we wanna thank everybody for supporting the podcast. Flip the script, man. Uh, you know, um, the fact that, you know, we're doing what we're doing, man. We just wanna thank everybody and encourage everybody that you can also do what we do, man. Um mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm the platform is I'm not here to tell everybody's story. I'm just here to give them a platform to tell their stories. But I want you to subscribe and support. You know what I mean? Support um, Miss T go to her YouTube. I went there. She was talking some crazy stuff in the car, I, I was <laughs> laughing. And uh, support them, man. Yeah. Go follow her, man. But for sure, you know, we here. Uh, lock your doors. Close your windows. Close your blinds. Wait, hold on, real quick. Before we finish that, shout out to George, man. Uh, uh, George, uh, George uh, Montarano, real quick, because oh. He just the way he answered questions was good, man. Real slick guy. You know, a lot of people get mad. People were mad in the comments, real quick. And I know you was getting hyped to do our exit, but <laughs> I saw when I put the picture of him. You know, they were like, "Yo," because we was hugging him. 
Yo, you don't hug nobody else on the platform. Well, yeah, he 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 hugged us. Yeah, he he said he, he brought it in, and I'm, you can't tell him no. We're not gonna, you know. Ain't that is a race thing? It's a, you oh, know, yeah, no, yeah. It's a on. lot of comments over over, <laughs> over two hundred. Like it's, we sucking and jiving. Wow. You hugged me. Mm. I didn't hug you. You didn't hug me. Okay. In the <laughs> she don't know about that. <laughs> nah, nah. Queen Flip. I'm just saying, yo, if you, when you watch a George interview, man, shout out to George Monterano. Mm -hmm. You know, his father was uh, Ray, uh, uh, Raymond uh, uh, Longfoot Monterano, who was an Italian mob. And mm -hmm. this guy did so many years. And you have to watch his interviews. I'm just talking about the people out here that are upset. Um, you cannot get mad at the messenger. We provide a platform for people. And there's no checking in. And I want to say this because I'm going to put this out. I'm going to put one clip out of this. Then I'm going to put this out in its entirety. And I want you to understand there's no checking in. We don't check in. Mm -hmm. I'm not checking in with nobody. I don't have to check in or call anybody. And if you're looking for the lesser of, you know, if somebody looking for somebody to pick on, I welcome it. I do. Um, you know, I can't speak for everybody else. G Money and I co-sign them. We get a lot of calls where people upset and yo, why are they guys putting these people on the platform? Or but when your man was on our platform, you didn't feel the same way. You know, everybody on this platform had a negative annotation attached to them. But if I listened, nobody would be on the platform. That's not what we're here to do. And nobody's gonna tell us how to do our business. I'm sorry. And that's what all due respect. So if you have a problem with somebody saying you contact them. Right. And it happened before. Same thing with the Harlem, with the Bootsy situation. That happened too. You know, shout out to my man Cam. Cam called me. I spoke to, and the guys end up supporting. You know what I mean? They they were supporters, and I understand. But I told them you can't. Cam and shout out to Cam. Cam held it down. He's come here in December. Cam said, "Yo, you can get mad at Queen Flip. You held me down." Same thing I'm saying. The niggas in Brownsville salute to y'all. I appreciate y'all. I saw one of y'all in Queens, and we was talking. I don't let nobody tell their story. I wasn't there. Were we there? Never. And I have to state this, and I'm sorry for holding up the outro, but no, I just no, have but to state it's, this. It's, 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 it needed to be said. We're not you there. How yeah. the hell I'm, I'm letting him tell us? I don't know what these niggas going to say. We're, we're asking the questions. That's all. We're trying to figure out what happened at the, at, at, during those times, you know what I'm saying, in, in the 80s and the 90s when we were we were young boys running around. Mm -hmm. we, we were young. We, we were around, but we weren't involved. We weren't there, so we want to know the story. I was born history. in 87. 86. Exactly. What? what? <laughs> huh? He was born when? Oh, what you, what you mean? <laughs> Excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> you were looking like that. I was born in 87, yeah. Really? 86, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 80s babies. Listen. <laughs> Slow down. I've been, I, I'm known to go in the jungle and, and, and wrestle with... <laughs> Not lions, not tigers, not panthers. Oh my! But starts with a C. But joking. But oh, oh, side. Oh, I caught it late. Yeah, of course you did. She been caught it. She's. I'm telling you, she's official, bro. She didn't catch it. She, she did. You caught that terminology, right? Yeah, she been. You can tell. I want to say. I just definitely want to say. We got to say that, G. Yeah, no. Niggas mad. They calling people. Oh, yo, these niggas is wilding. So you want us to. Call who we go first of all. Who can we call to find out about these niggas? Yeah, it's three people that I speak to: Sobe, OG, Nuke, and Killer Cav. That's who I speak to. Mm -hmm. If there's anybody from Harlem, I'm calling Cam. That's me. I'm gonna call Kill Cam. Can you tell me about this person? Those are my people that I check in with. Anybody you have an issue with, you deal with them. 
And that's how you you could close out. I mean, you could say the final words before I do the outro. If you have anything to say about that, yeah. I mean, just even like when Miss T on the show, like she she spoke about what she had to speak about, certain certain things, certain names she didn't want to say, and she didn't say it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, no one's here pressuring the guests to that extent to to make them say. It's not like it's like a mandatory thing. You, you got to say every person, everyone's name, or everyone's block they was on, or building they was in. You know, like you you speak what you speak, and everyone that's coming to the shows. Pretty much grown people, you know what I'm saying. So, don't come up here and, and get on the platform if you, if you can't speak about what you uh, want to speak about. You know what I'm saying. Like we we this is our platform, and and you know when you're here, the cameras are on, lights are on, man. So, you know, salute to all our guests and supporters, man. But just know that we are only here to ask the questions that the fans want to know and the supporters want to know, and the stories get, get the history. You know what I'm saying. Amen. So lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds, open your door. And if you see a lady like Miss T on your lawn, you don't need a firearm. Let her in with open arms. I'm from Queens. <laughs> Bang! <laughs>